0: We came, we saw, we kicked it down! You're excited. <laughs> Feel these nipples. boy is good. Mm-hmm. Good and terrible. Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the big X. Portos, motor hits, geek bloods, wastoids, dweebies. They all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. Girl, a
1: all right. All right, all right. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right, all right. Welcome everybody. It is Friday, February 10th. Man, we were kind of cruising a little bit after January was was struggling so much. I feel like I was saying January 26th. For like five straight weeks. We're already into double digits here in February. This is the Mike Rutherford Show coming to you as always from the University of Louisville College of Business Studios. Visit business.louisville.edu to see how you can earn your MBA in just 13 months and feel like you're being paid to do so in the process. Again, business.louisville.edu. We're on the air today from 3 until 6 here on 1450 AM, 96.1 FM, streaming all over the land. You know it better as the Big X. Happy Super Bowl weekend almost to you. Mike Rutherford here and Trevor Kelsey is here so that answers the first question that we have we, we weren't sure if trevor was going to be on the road today we didn't know what was going on he's rocking the jerome brown eagles jerseys. that is that is that right
0: Am I, correct okay i, I, I was like not, i wore before the uh friday before the uh, giants game and the friday before the uh niners game
1: i was like 95 percent sure and then i said it out loud and i was like oh I, I should i should double check i feel good about it he's looking good he's glowing but let's get let's let's get right to what the people want to know what are the super bowl trip plans or are there super bowl trip plans where do we stand right now 48 hours away
0: right now we're standing at in my living room watching the game okay okay so we're tickets are still about 34 35 they're still too priced in end zone um parkings not looking the cheapest i was, i just I, I keep i keep hearing damn malcolm's voice in my head going just because you can doesn't mean you should Okay. And like I I saw and like last night I'm sitting there just contemplating it. So I was like, you know, I'm gonna reach out. i have been asked this. So I text actually TJ Walker. Our old man TJ Walker. I got T J Who was, Who was very instrumental in me going to the first one. Yes. I was like, What should should I go? And he comes out to me with like some like Bible verse or something. Like the last thing I can okay. really expect. I mean, come actually. on, T J and so he's like, Do you know who Potisfar's wife is? And I'm like, <laughs> I was like the guys whose the guys whose dog barked when he, he was hungry. What do you like? No, well, no. Is is she gonna be there? Is she single. What? what you, why? Why do I know? And uh, so he he comes back. He's like, well, the moral of the story is seize opportunity. Yada yada yada. He gives me this whole like uh, speech, and before he actually sends it, I, I un, un unlike back in the day where you actually had to read books to memorize facts, I have Google now. Yes. This so is true. I, I Google it, and it turns out she's just like a prostitute who tried to sleep with Joseph for a, and ended up going to hell. And I'm like, wait a minute, more or less. You're, I watched. I think advice from the woman and ended up in Dante's circle of hell.
1: You should have been like, you just convinced me to stay here.
0: I mean, so I actually listened a little bit of KRC this morning. Okay. And, Did they talk about you? Yes. And I didn't get to listen the whole like the whole segment, but I was listening as I was kind of driving in, and, and he's just laughing about. He's like. I just sent him some random Bible thing. I was like, I just wanted to see if he'd read it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm I love kidding. it. I did read it. I read the Wikipedia version, but I read it. What <laughs> does Job
1: have to do with me?
0: Yeah, I was like, I was like, wait a minute. What is me having to go to the Super Bowl to have a story about a woman who who, who falsely accused a man of rape to throw him in jail and end up in hell because of it? Oh, it's hilarious. Well done. Like, what, DJ. what 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 are you trying to say? I gotta sleep my way to Phoenix? Are you trying to say? What are you trying to tell me to do here? Would you do that? Yeah, I mean, of it, it, you would, yeah. I mean I'm not beneath me. Yeah, come on, <laughs> <laughs> there,
1: there are worse ways to make it to Phoenix.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's the code of the hitchhikers, right? I mean, you know, I know how, I know the word, know the book.
1: So I mean, we have a limited time window now, because it is it is not a quick drive over to no. Phoenix. It's not a hop, skip, and a jump away.
0: It is a is it is a it, by GPS standards a twenty five twenty five hour drive. Oh, now you save two you save two hours going, in terms of the the time frame. So
1: so twenty three from when you leave to when you get there.
0: But you, basically a full day. But you got to add, with gas stops and bathroom stops, that's pretty much your two-hour save time. So it's about 25 hours. So if I was to leave here say save for bleeps and giggles at 7 o'clock, I'd get there probably around 7 o'clock on Saturday. Okay. Straight through, obviously.
1: So basically, you're going to have to make a decision definitively one way or the other before tonight.
0: Yeah, and I'm going to have to figure out a couple other things too because unfortunately... I have to like get hold of somebody at my bank because there's a limit on how much I can spend on uh, per day on my card. Okay. And last time I did this, I had to get like a uh, just tell. I mean, all you have to do is ask and just like hey, I do that know. once back in the day. Yeah, and, and and the limit is like I think only three thousand. Which they're like, you can change this. You're like I'm never gonna. Yeah,
1: you doing? should be able to get that done because we check because I've changed now for oh, like mortgage payments and yeah. stuff. Yeah.
0: It's not a no, it's not a problem. I've just never permanently changed it. I just did a temporary change last time. But it's just yeah, the 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 point of calling the bank and. Yeah, which I could do tomorrow morning on the road if I, if push comes to shove, because I probably would have to. Still it win. sounds to me like you're like
1: we're, we're like 80 percent leaning towards being in town. Yeah, which is fine.
0: I just, I just don't know if it's don't, don't know if it's, if it's, if it's if the juice is worth the squeeze. Even the fact that I've been to one at least as well. I understand that. I mean, if it was if it was the Eagles first Super Bowl, there would be no question. I wouldn't be sitting here right now with you. I would already be in Phoenix. That makes sense. If it was the Lions and Eagles Super Bowl, which would be hardly impossible, we'd be there. I'm a little sad for myself. If it was Bengals and Eagles, I probably would have gone because I had uh, my buddy was going to go with. You'd have me. had company. Yeah. And so are you have... blaming
1: me for not going with you now? A little bit, yeah. So this is this is my fault.
0: Yeah. I'm keeping you away from Phoenix. We could have been on Radio Row right now interviewing like, guys like you know TJ Watt and Ron Jaworski and and and. You so know, Jaws, can I call you Jaws? <laughs> I'd call him Jaws. <laughs> I mean, we could be doing all this instead of we're you know hanging out and off tails of road getting stuck in carpools and oh, I'm so mad about, I'm so mad about confusing the Debbie with good mornings
1: I'm so mad about the carpool um they've been so good for so long right yeah. they, they leave gaps they're, they're very nice when like every now and then they'll us back up I, I get stuck in the carpool line today which is why we were on at 302 and not three and like I the woman looks at me and I'm like hey do you mind back? I make like the little motion. Like, could you back up a little bit? I'm I trying to get through. I'm trying to go here. Yeah. I'm going here. I'm not picking up a kid. And she just like looks back and just sits there, which leaves me in a position because there's no other gaps. She,
0: just, did she have room to move up at
1: least? She could have moved back. She could have backed, back. backed up. She could have. Okay. And like, that was my space to get in. Like she was the one, but the car behind her was a little bit like too close to the car behind it. So there was no room there. So she's my one chance. And she's ignoring me. She's doing the thing where it's like, I don't see you. I don't, I don't know you, even though I just made eye contact with you. And so I just have to sit there until there's like some movement in the carpool line to get like a, a gap. And then the person in front of her like gets out of line completely to let me in, which was about, I was like, I just need you to back up like, like one foot. And it was, I was, it started the now show off not on our sour note. You, you've,
0: you've got some pool, man. You should go over there and be like, listen, lady, your kid's out of the daycare. Yeah, be out. Take them somewhere else. You're, you're banned. You're done. You're banned. You're banned. You're, you're, ba- you're never sh- coming on fourteen fifty. You didn't let the town in. Go, hey, go, go, go over there across the parking lot to that, that that school slash church slash whatever, and be like, hey, that one right there, kid's gone.
1: By the way, the United States just shot down another flying object over Alaska just now.
0: Really? Just well, now? Was it a bird? Uh, no. A high altitude it was, object. It was the t- attempted redoing the Dodo. Are we sure these aren't
1: UFOs? is this a Chinese thing or is, are these aliens finally, is it starting?
0: I thought if it was aliens they wouldn't admit to it. What do you mean? They, they, they're not,
1: that's what they would say. They say it's a Chinese thing.
0: Uh, but the Chinese aren't denying
1: it. The Chinese are saying it's a weather balloon.
0: Okay, so, they're, so there's something there, so the, why, why would they, wouldn't they be like we didn't send anything? If well, we're,
1: gonna... with the message we're being told is that that's what the Chinese are saying. Maybe the Chinese aren't saying that at all. Who knows? the Chinese are aliens. Maybe they, who knows. At this point.
0: I mean, how else did they build that wall?
1: Doubt everything. Out everything.
0: I mean, I, I listen, I mean, I'm sure the Mongolians are great with a hammer and sod, but they, there's no way they built that whole wall.
1: You never know. You never know. All right, we got lots to get to today. Yeah, Hit Mon- us up on the Thornton Sex line down at 502-414-1450. Download the Refreshing Rewards app. Again, it's going to get you a free breakfast sandwich and a free drink if you are a new Refreshing Rewards programs member. And even if you're not, even if, even if you don't like breakfast sandwiches, even if you don't like liquids, It's great to be a Refreshing Rewards program member because it's going to save you money every time you need to fuel up at any one of the 84,617 area Thornton's locations. That many of them, for a reason, they know what they're doing. They're great at their jobs. Uh, It's the, as promised, this is kind of be the the pre-Super Bowl show. There's some Louisville stuff to get to, but how much do you guys really want to hear Louisville-Miami?
0: I don't. I know you don't. I barely want to watch it. I watch it, but I don't want to watch it.
1: Seven o'clock is such a kick in the nuts to us, too. Like, like I mean, I'd rather play this be game a at noon game that I can just record. Wake exactly. up exactly. Well, yeah, and you then, wouldn't be awake,
0: and then I could. Don't no, get me wrong; I'm not gonna like spoil it, but I could like fast forward to like when it, when we're down by 36 in the second half. I could be like, okay, let's let's just skip a possession or two, maybe. We got 7 p.m. games the next two Saturdays. Just who's the second one against Virginia?
1: I think it's Clemson. Oh yeah, I think that's right the game. Yeah, yeah. that's the the 2013 celebration, which I do kind that, of. I, if, if you're going to the game, that'll be cool. More time to get because that's one to get excited about because it's more
0: about the celebration yeah. than it is the actual game. And that wouldn't be seven is nice because we might actually win that game. I'm I'm, I'm I think hoping, we can keep it close. Hoping the players can 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 figure out a way to to put it together for one game because they're they're not going to get the coaching to do it. I the guess. only
1: thing that sucks about us for that game is Clemson right now is definitively on the bubble. I think they're like. Last four in, first four out, type deal right now. So they will come in with everything in the world to play for it. Right? Any chance of them overlooking us? is out the window because that's a quad four loss for them. That like we could single handedly knock them out of the NCAA tournament probably by beating them
0: on that Saturday. That's the closest we'll get to being a tournament team.
1: This is our NCAA tournament. That day, a team from the tournament in celebrating NCAA. the twenty thirteen national <laughs> championship and potentially knocking a team that cares about basketball less than probably any other in this conference out of the NCAA tournament. That's our NCAA tournament.
0: Somebody's got to be there with the sign that says, this is for Trevor Lawrence.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, Trevor Lawrence was terrorized by us enough. So that, that's that's true. He's we fine. Did. We, so, did,
0: we did make a portion of the most interceptions in a single game his entire career. That's right. So I
1: take it back. I'm fine with that game being a 7 p.m. game. The, tomorrow's game, not so much. I I would just like to go ahead and get this one over with because I don't. Spoiler alert for the, the, the people who are going to be listening until 5.55. I don't foresee good things happening for us tomorrow night in Coral Cables but we'll get to those predictions when we get to them but it is Super Bowl weekend and we have a a, a diehard fan as much as the text line may disagree of one of the two teams so yeah we're gonna spend some time we're gonna do some Super Bowl trivia I want to test TK's Ooh, like knowledge trivia you, you like trivia and you like the Super Bowl I so do. yes we're going to get into that today we're going to to share some Super Bowl memories. It's sure going be good. And we're going to let TK tell us all the reasons why the Eagles are going to beat the Chiefs in two days here. So th- we're going to have fun with it. We should start the show, though. There is Louisville news. Last night, L women's basketball team. It would have been a disastrous loss to a Virginia team that was 3-10 and 10 in the conference and I believe had lost seven in a row. This is
0: the Virginia team that forfeited on us last year, wasn't it?
1: Yes, because they were like, oh, and... They are like, we don't feel like traveling. Like, little... we had travel issues. We can't yeah, play. And they are like, like well...
0: I kind of feel like we should do that with Miami tomorrow. Like, just, let's just forfeit the rest of our road games and save on travel money. Travel issues. Yeah, it's just—I mean, seriously, I mean, we—there's there's an issue. Suppose we have cash flow. It can't be cheap to fly down to Miami and stay down there for a few days. I mean, let's—let's let's, 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 do us all a favor.
1: I mean, we were in Pittsburgh on Tuesday. Now he wants to go all the way down to Miami. It's too much. Yeah, I mean, come on. You're asking too much of us. Then we've got to go back to Virginia in three days? Come on. We can play one of those two games— Actually, maybe we should save the road problems for the second trip to Virginia. Because that's...
0: I think we just maybe just tell them the same thing, you know.
1: They ruined our, our game last year. We can ruin their senior day. Sorry. No senior day in Charlottesville. Suck at Kia Clark. You've been there for 17 years. It's yeah. not our fault. That was
0: third senior day. You you, you,
1: you <laughs> celebrated this too many times. We're not we're not giving you a sixth
0: one. Come oh, man. This is nowhere near as good as the fourth one I had. It was like
1: Malik Williams last year, where he was just like, "Just get this over." I've, I've done this before. Get it
0: over with. I'm done. Mom's like, "Where's the damn jersey in a frame?" Does,
1: did he get two? I, I, I'm genuinely curious about that. He gave him a home in a way. He got yeah. He got he got two. It's, it's a great way into like you know scamming your way into two free frame jerseys.
0: This whole house is full of frame jerseys.
1: This is my third senior day when I was uh, just a, a wee 23-year-old. That was
0: and a fun class.
1: This was when you were born. This was the the fourth senior day that I uh, – but we've got <laughs> – the cards last night. It was not – if you watched any of it on ACC Network Extra, which God love you if you did.
0: <laughs>
1: it was gross. Like, like, Louisville ended up winning by 10. They ended the game on a 13-3 run, but it was very much a a nervous evening for the Cards. Who could ill afford a loss to one of the worst teams in the ACC. That would have been a... Because, again, Louisville, safely in the NCAA tournament field for now, but they're just a couple of bad losses from being right there firmly on the bubble, and last night would have absolutely been a, a bad loss. Um, we turned the ball over 10 times and a half, which is not great. Turnover problems are not just a men's thing. I mean, we turned it over 20 times against North Carolina, even though we won. They just I am getting to the point now and they're winning games. So it's hard to be overly critical and they're winning games over decent teams last night notwithstanding, you know, they did just beat the number eleven team in the country in North Carolina. But it just yeah. seems like this this clicking that I keep talking about and that Jeff Walls keeps waiting to happen, I'm just not sure it's it's going to be there. Like I think this team's going to safely make the NCAA tournament. They'll probably get a little bit of love as a potential dark horse because of, you know, the the program DNA and because you've got Haley Van Lith. But I, I just any kind of deep run and i'm talking regional final beyond it's hard for me to see it happening with them playing the way that they are right now they're just they're too careless with the ball they don't have enough outside shooters the 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 front court players for whatever reason seem to have regressed a little bit and haley van lith is okay, a superstar who's not playing like a superstar so you
0: said haley's name i started brain farting think you're talking about the men's team again <laughs> i mean yeah it, it,
1: the, the difference is they're winning games like That's they're true, they're good yeah. enough to keep winning they're just not doing it nearly in impressive enough fashion, mean, they're, they're not consistent. Well, better yeah. Coached. yeah they, they're definitely better coach. There's, I mean, look, Walls is one of the best coaches in the women's game. Kenny Payne's in his first year, and it's not going great. It's hard to compare those two, but I love to predict like they're going to sweep the series with Notre Dame. They're going to win the ACC tournament. They could be a top, get back to being a top three, four seed, make a run. We're just not seeing it yet with this team. I mean, they're, they're Makassa Robinson's doing more on offense than I think anybody would have predicted her to do. She's, she's. Incredible. She's doing the best she can, but she's not. It's not supposed to be the role that she plays for this team, and yet here we are. So, uh, hoping for the best. Last night was was not great, but still, they did the things that you have to do down the stretch to win the game by ten, uh, and, and they got the dub. So, props to them. But just still, would have liked it to be a little bit more clean. The turnovers are still very, very concerning. But the Cards get the win. They move to now eighteen and eight on the season and nine and four in the ACC.
0: They actually played Clemson the same time as the Super Bowl. The women's team does? On Sunday. Yeah, women's teams they think it kind of women's sacrificed. sports are kinda like yeah. They're like, like yeah, yeah, just we'll, yeah. Just throw it in there. For anybody
1: who's desperate for anything else, we'll get it's like them and then they have they'll have a few like smaller conference games. Like the American Athletic will send like I'm Tulane sure, and, wow. and Tulsa out there to play a game and, on national TV and the
0: American AAC always plays on Sunday though. Yeah. That's kind of their their Right. But issues. like but
1: like the Big Ten will play at Sunday games very early if they have any and they'll yeah. typically try to just avoid it completely. But then ESPN is like, Well, we gotta have something. So give us give us Tulsa versus uh you know, S M U.
0: There's got to be a, a Bengals and Niners fan after the ones who just gets too bleeps about this game.
1: There was one year where I remember I turned on college basketball. I think it was the, it was the year that the, the Brady comeback actually happened, the Falcons game, where I was like, you know what? There's a decent college basketball game on. I'm not watching this. Flip it. And, of course, I flipped it back over when the, the Patriots started coming back. But for a while there, I was like, yeah, I'm going to watch college basketball. I'm done with well, the, basketball. I don't
0: know. It's just one of the more overrated Super Bowls is Patriots-Falcons. Everybody talks about it. such great—because the Patriots come back. Well, yeah, it was to three. It was boring, yeah. It was a blowout, and then it was just another blowout. I mean, it's all pretty. Much, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really put it in the, the same uh, upper echelon of exciting games like the ones we just talked about yesterday.
1: Yeah, I, I like it, just because it was a tale of two different stories. Yeah. By the way, Walls did talk about the game being on Sunday. It's a home game. Um, I mean,
0: it's still good a good decent crowd, I would think. Oh.
1: They were supposed to tip about, let's see, so the ACC network said, you know, we're going to have – Louisville versus Clemson at 6 p.m., right? No. Louisville fans and, and Jeff Walls said, no, we don't want this to happen. So, Walls got the game changed. So, they're going to tip off at 2 p.m. Okay. on Sunday.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at sports reference, and theirs are usually the, or the first times given.
1: So, so Walt says, right. basically, Walls said after the game last night, I'm pleading with our fan base to show up because I did everything I could to get this game rescheduled at <laughs> 2 o'clock from the originally scheduled at 6. I'm hoping that we don't have, like, 2,000 or 4,000 fans show up. I'm hoping that everyone will come out because it's a big game. Now each win you're looking to improve your NCAA seating and ACC seating. So Waltz is basically like, I pulled some strings to make this happen. Don't embarrass me. Let's not have you know two thousand people at this game after I said
0: four or five thousand people would not be a bad pool. I mean,
1: it would be for us though, because th- this is a pro. They're averaging about nine thousand fans per home game.
0: Yeah, but you're again, you can't even with the time change. He's got. I mean, you, you pull five. You average nine. You get five on Super Bowl Sunday. It's probably not a bad pool.
1: I disagree. I mean, it's a big game for them, and it's two p.m. Like you, there's nothing you can't. Like people don't need to be drinking for the Super Bowl if you're that crazy about it. From like you know, you can make your Super Bowl party. The game's gonna be over at four. You're gonna be fine. I'll be shocked if they don't have at least seven k there.
0: I mean, this is a 500 Clemson team losing record in ACC.
1: Right, but every game is big at this point. That's that's his whole point. Oh, yes, yeah. Like I think that you'll see at least seven thousand there. They may I'd like to. They may be slightly below their average, but it's not gonna be two or four um not, well, not not with a 2 p.m tip for sure i'll be I surprised oh
0: so. i'll be are you going no i won't be there yeah i'm just saying yeah. <laughs> do as we say not as we do people right
1: i mean i've been to it i haven't been to a game men's or women's all year
0: Is there ever been a better parenting advice than do as i say not as i do
1: well for crappy parents no but yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: for any parent
1: i mean good parents i feel like do what they what they say so
0: do they believe in Santa? Well, no. Okay, but you tell them to.
1: I mean, that's not really a behavior thing. That's just a, I... a holiday belief. <laughs> anyway. You
0: drive, you tell them not to.
1: Again, that's not a, a child <laughs> behavior thing. You're not teaching them anything. Your right. confidence level for today. So it was 6.2 on Wednesday. It was 7.1 yesterday. We're getting close to the game. I wonder if like the nerves are setting in. Yesterday you said it was like you're, you're getting close to the game. Excitement that jumped it up by a point. So, scale of one to ten, ten being the most confident, one being we're definitely going to lose. Where's your confidence level now? Here, about two days before kickoff,
0: seven point two,
1: up slightly, just barely. So you're still I'm feeling still good. Nervous, yeah. You're still feeling. I'm
0: like- still feeling. Thing is, is, I know we can win. I think we should win. It doesn't mean we will win. And that's fine. Like I mean, I, I go. In, I went into the San Francisco game a little nervous, but overly confident because I knew we were that much better team. I didn't expect us to blow them out the way we did. But then again, you know, I did know their quarterback was made of porcelain. He was.
1: They all are, apparently.
0: They all are. You come into Philly, you better be you better be a little tougher than that. So I'm still, I'm still a little nervous still, but I'm I'm ready to go.
1: What's the spread right now? Is it still like a point and a half?
0: It was it's been two for the most part.
1: Still sticking with Yeah. Two.
0: I'm probably not gonna still bet it though.
1: You're not gonna bet at all?
0: I don't think so. Not not on, like, the, the actual gameplay. Maybe I'll bet some props.
1: But yet, I got the email with a full list of props. Yesterday, we had, like, the smallest of props. That was the smallest? God, I mean, this one is, I, I'm, like, I'm scrolling through right now. It's, like, it, they're legit, like, 300 bets on this thing. I mean, you've got, like, Rihanna's first song, Rihanna's second song, Rihanna's third song.
0: What if she only does two songs?
1: She's doing more than that. <laughs> my friends were taking bets on in our, like, fantasy football text group about what she was going to do first. I'm going with We Found Love. That's my guess. Don't know that one. We found love in a hopeless place. That wasn't an invitation. You know that one. You you, de- you definitely know that one. You had to have heard that song. We made it. We found love in a gorgy place. Back when we went to the Final Four, it was a big thing. Is
0: that what it was.
1: Yeah. Rihanna's primary hair color. Rihanna's eyeshadow primary color. She goes red, doesn't she? Rihanna's lipstick primary color. Black is the heavy favorite for hair color. Okay. Red was back in. The what day. about
0: height by compared to that the picture I showed you?
1: Height, height of the of hair? hair. Yeah. Not not a prop bet for that. Oh. Will she show cleavage on stage? That is a, a prop.
0: Ooh, I'm curious about
1: that one. Will she expose a butt cheek on stage? Oh. Yes is minus
0: 160. Well now, how much percentage of the butt cheek are we talking about here?
1: I think if you can just see anything. If oh, that's that's a,
0: a pretty good bet. That's
1: what it's the favorite. It's the favorite there.
0: Like I mean, if you're just getting the bottom cheek, like like from you know some 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 high up uh, Daisy Dukes and yeah, I think you're definitely going to get that. I mean, some of these are
1: ridiculous. What will happen first during the broadcast? Joel MB tweets at Rihanna or Eli Apple tweets about the Chiefs specifically.
0: How, what kind of drugs do you think they sit in a room and come up with some of these?
1: It's just, I mean, who, and who's spending, like, I think a lot of the prop bets, they do have, like, a limit is what I've heard. because They get the
0: Family Guy writers. They're like, hey, guys, y'all come up with great flashbacks and ironic yeah. stuff. Can you come up with some really wacky prop bets for us?
1: Because there are a couple where I was like, I would just bet $5,000 on this. Like, like I, this is ridiculous. But I think that they have they have limits on most of these. What will happen first during the broadcast? Will Smith shown or mentioned or Kanye West shown or mentioned?
0: Oh, I'd take Bradley Cooper.
1: Well, it's not an option.
0: That's a, an easy one, though. You know they're going to show Cooper probably before anybody. Not an option. He's at all, the. he's usually sits with Jeffrey Lurie in the box.
1: Which Eagles fan will be shown first during the broadcast? Bradley Cooper, Kevin Hart, Ryan McElhinney, which is not his name, or Pink. It's... it's- they're confusing Rob McElhenney with Ryan Reynolds. Did you say pink? Pink. I guess she's an Eagles fan.
0: She's saying the uh, America's Beautiful or whatever at our Super Bowl. Well,
1: maybe she's an Eagles fan. That's why.
0: I think it one of those. When the national, I think it was Bradley it was, Cooper does have the best odds. She's saying she's saying national anthem.
1: Bradley Cooper does have the best odds at minus yeah, uh, two hundred. Cooper's gonna be the first. Season. Kevin Hart's the second choice at plus two hundred. I would put
0: I would put uh, Trout over uh, over Clark over. Yeah, he's uh, on the list. Hart.
1: Chiefs fan.
0: These people don't watch Eagle games like I do. I Chiefs know the fans fan, the
1: Which Chiefs fan will be shown during the first of the broadcast? Jason Sudeikis is the favorite plus one hundred. Paul Rudd right behind him at plus one seventy. Rob Riggle That's plus three hundred and Henry Winkler at plus four fifty.
0: Rob Riggle and Paul Rudd went to the same high school.
1: Rob Riggle's a diehard KU basketball fan. I know that.
0: He's, I know he's a, him and Paul Rudd are both went to high school in Kansas City. So there
1: is a there is a Mike Trout bet since you mentioned him. Who will be mentioned first for the broadcast? Tom Brady's the heavy favorite. And minus one hundred and fifty. LeBron James plus three hundred. Mike Trout plus five hundred. Peyton Manning plus five hundred. And Michael Jordan plus seven hundred.
0: Which are we on? Are we on Fox? Is this on Fox this year? or NBC.
1: It's Fox.
0: So who's our commentators?
1: It's Greg Olson and the other guy.
0: Greg Olson got the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, he's on the Super Bowl.
0: <sighs> who's his wife is he sleeping with? That's he's not. Greg Olson's not that good. <laughs> no, I mean, but, I, mean he, I I liked him better when he did the seventh four rap.
1: What's your name? G Reg? What you do? <laughs> How you do it? That was I had him on a fantasy team for shoulder. a couple
0: years. My name was the three legged Greg. Okay. Well, then, <laughs> that was that team name for a couple We're years. We're supposed
1: to be dancing around it there, Trev. We're supposed <laughs> to not actually be saying it.
0: What? What's your nickname? Kickstand.
1: Greg Olsen and Kevin Burkhart are the uh, Yeah, they
0: did the NFC title game. Are
1: the Fox announcers.
0: Yeah. That's the best Fox had. Doesn't Fox have Buck and Eggman?
1: People hate Troy Eggman.
0: Well yeah, but he's better than Olson a little
1: bit. I could not care less on him. I'll be perfect. good. Johnson,
0: way. I loved Moose.
1: Couldn't care less. He's a cowboy. All I know is Tony Romo's been annoying me recently. So I'm glad he's not doing it.
0: Is is the uh, the I'm kinda smarter than you. The shine's off. Yeah. The shine's done. Yeah, I agree. He also he's was still like, not bad. He's still better than like Bill Sims.
1: He's fine. He just like he also sides with the refs on every single call now. It took like Nance calling him out in the uh the, the Chiefs game for him to like ever pony up with it to anything. Uh, but it was, he just kind of, he, and apparently like they had like an intervention with him during the off season because they paid him that record contract and people are starting to get annoyed with him and they had to yeah, go down that,
0: there. And, that was bound
1: to happen. I think, he's not also vibing with, with Nance, which how could you not vibe with Jim Nance? He's, he's our, <laughs> he's our widest white person. <laughs>
0: well, maybe Tony's just a little, got a little more soul in him.
1: He's got his own. Uh, he's from
0: Eastern Washington, Eastern, Eastern Illinois, you know.
1: He is. He's got his own Vineyard Vines golf collection. How could you not love Jim Nance? He does
0: Caddyshack. Oh, no, that's that's, 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 the Romo does Caddyshack commercials. Uh,
1: we got to go to break. When we come back, I want to talk. We'll take some text from you guys at 502-414-1450. A couple more questions, uh, Super Bowl-related for Trevor. Also, we need to talk. The SEC's expansion is going to happen sooner than we thought. Does this mean the Louisville-Kentucky rivalry back in jeopardy? maybe this is the last year we can get to that discussion all that and more coming your way here it's the Mike brother for Show happy Friday to you here on 1450 and 961 the Big X sure, now I can
0: refuse I never had so much. But yeah. the just, just let baby face take it. It's, really it's
1: because yeah. We talked about baby face yesterday.
0: Oh, oh, here we go. Yeah. yeah. It, feels it feels like, like spring time in, in winter. It feels like Christmas in June. June. Replace baby with Brom, I don't good you. know why? Brom. Every, every time, time I close my eyes, eyes I thank the Lord, Lord that I've got Brom. And, got
1: and Brom's got, got me too. All right, welcome back in. Second segment is here, the rest of the show on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Super Bowl weekend Friday, Babyface will be singing America the Beautiful yes. on Sunday in Phoenix. By the way, who else is performing at the Super Bowl in some way, Babyface? Well, Rihanna's doing the halftime yeah. show. And then the, uh, the,
0: the, the, the Chris Stapleton is doing the, the National anthem. The song we heard going out of the first break was Chris Stapleton doing a rendition of Shameless. Okay, I like that. Guess, who, guess whether uh, person you're going to hear today. The music. I'm going to guess Rihanna. You, look at you. <laughs> By the way, if you wanted to vote, as
1: (laughs) mentioned in the prop bets, if you wanted to vote on the last song done by Rihanna, that bet's off the table. There's been a suspicious amount of betting on diamonds. Right? Like a diamond. Uh, And so that's off. People apparently have the inside track, some information leaked, and now that you can't bet on the last song performed by Rihanna. People think it's going to be diamonds. Also, there's been a suspicious amount of um, requests to add bleep better have my money. As the first song that she does, so people are are concerned about that. But diamonds is the uh, is the favorite for, to be the closer. This is what I came for, and be better Have my money are the two favorites to be the first song.
0: I wish there was a better halftime show. I would maybe would help me convince me to go.
1: I, my friends are all very excited about this.
0: I literally males know, and females. I, I pretty much know two Rihanna songs, and I did listen to a few others like Umbrella, which wasn't very. I didn't like. It. Who could
1: perform like a, like realistically
0: that you would like at the Super Bowl right now? Like. That like would be that people
1: would actually select that I would have a chance to be a Super Bowl. Well, there's performer. tons of like
0: throwback. You go like old school. Like who? I mean, like you. I don't know, like Pink Floyd, Led <laughs> Zeppelin. Pink Floyd's not going to do the Super Bowl. I don't. I don't. After with, with Gilmore's wife recently on Twitter with uh, Waters, I doubt it too. But I don't know if you saw that. I didn't though. see that. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, his wife, Gilmore, who's a pompous SLB anyway. Uh, just his wife tweeted out, like, Roger Waters is anti-Semite, and, uh, you got racist, and just did the, you know, usual, you know, routine rant on Twitter. Oh, I didn't know that. And Gilmore was like, every word she speaks is true.
1: So, probably not going to be the Super
0: Bowl. Probably, yeah, I don't think the reunion is ever going to happen. Well, it hasn't happened since 1980 anyway, so. Probably. Probably not going to happen anytime soon again. Coming your way, Super Bowl 2024. I think Gilmore and Waters played once together since they broke up in 80, if I remember right. And it was just, like, one concert. And they've never done any other show or collaboration since.
1: That's kind of sad. I
0: mean, they sued each other over the band name, which is also sad. Yeah,
1: we've got, uh, by the way, one week to go until Little Baseball. They're, they're going to be debuting a week exactly from today. I like vintage trouble. And um, Jack Payton has been named as one of the 55 preseason watch list members for the Golden Spikes Award. Props to Jack and a fantastic end of last season. Going to be a Richard sophomore this year. Continuing the trend of Louisville catchers being absolute beasts, he's probably going to be a high draft pick whenever he chooses to come out, um, following the footsteps of Henry Davis, Will Smith, all those catchers before him. Props to Jack. Cards get it going a week from today as the Louisville baseball season kicks off. Louisville softball actually kicked off earlier today in Clearwater, Florida. They beat South Alabama in extra innings, 4-2. Uh, to two. They're taking on Kentucky right now as we speak. I'm nervous to look at the score because I know UK is really good. They beat us badly last year. Oh, they've they, it's already over. <laughs> <laughs> 8-0 Kentucky wins that's fine it's okay uh, uh, it's a down year for the sport <laughs> it's, a, it's a down year for the sport down year uh, cards off to a 1-1 start lacrosse field hockey or not, not field hockey but lacrosse got started today as well all the spring sports kicking into high gear now which thank god because we need a distraction from men's basketball we just do 502-414-1450 about
0: us apparently
1: there's a radio playing in the background of our show right now I don't hear anything
0: the text, or maybe have another radio on. I literally hear not, I don't even hear the people out there anymore.
1: I kind of hear something, but I think it's just not here short. you. I, I don't know what's going on. The first text that we got today at three oh seven just said because you're not going. Apparently, bandwagon Eagles fan. It's the same guy who texts text that you're not a real Eagles fan. I wonder all
0: the time. What bandhood he thinks he is?
1: All of his texts recently have just been about how you're a bandwagon Eagles fan or not understanding that Patrick was not talking about intern Jenna. But his girlfriend Jenna, and just kept implying that Patrick has a crush on Jenna. Well, kind of does. I mean, well, technically, yes. Girl- is. What is that noise? I don't know what you're hearing. Are you? Are- it's like a Gregorian chant. I think it's just the, the radio next door. Gregorian <laughs> chant. It sounds like India or something is playing. Mm-hmm. Yanni. I don't know what's going on. Texas says one I don't, thing.
0: I don't hear this. Should I go over there and ask him. Like, no, it's fine.
1: Man. Texas, says one thing that KP needs to do and her should mandate is KP get some extensive media training. He did talk to the media today.
0: Does he really need, he's been an assistant coach for like 25 years. Does he need media training? Uh, he's not great at it. I mean, he worked for Cal. Cal always lets his assistants talk for him.
1: At the very least, can someone just tell him to talk louder or more directly into the mic at press conferences? Because I, I do try to listen, and you just you, you can't. He does look down a lot when he talks. You can't hear. Yeah, you, you, you can't hear. Um, but he, today, like didn't really say all that much. He did give an update on Brandon Huntley-Hatfield, kind of. Sort of. He's been practicing the past couple of days, and oh, is, that's... quote, getting closer to a return.
0: Okay. return to play for someone else? No, I think—I
1: mean, the, the more that he talks, the more that I think— you
0: Think Hatfield's coming back?
1: Yeah, I mean, we still got seven games left. He, he oh, keeps... I meant, like, next season. Oh, next season, I've got no idea. Okay. I'd probably bank on
0: no. I would lean no as well, but I mean, I guess I wouldn't be utterly shocked, though, if he came back.
1: I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, I've got no idea one or the other. I'm just guessing because he's a guy who came here, and look, he was upfront about this, and Kenny Payne was upfront about this. He came here with the intention of playing one season at Louisville and becoming a lottery pick, and Kenny Payne said, cool, let's do it. It. Has not happened. I mean, he couldn't be a lottery pick, and
0: so so anyways, look at just say, Payne, Payne can lie to him about being a lottery pick, but he can't lie to a kid about a nil deal." Well, I
1: think he's saying he that was his intention to get him here. It clearly has has failed miserably from that respect. I mean, he wouldn't be a, a first round pick in like a seventh region draft at this point. Like he hasn't he hasn't really shown that much. Right. So if his intention, like you have to assume that he harbors at least some ill will about the way that this has gone. Maybe he blames himself for at least part of it, but. He came here expecting to be a superstar. He came here expecting to leave and go to the NBA draft and be a first-round pick, and it has not come close to to even being in the realm of that happening. My guess is he probably goes somewhere else and tries to make that happen.
0: Just, would, but I've guess. got no idea
1: because this, you know, two-year plan at Louisville was not his plan. We've got big guys coming to compete for playing time. I mean, we were recruiting. We already brought in one big guy in the middle of the season who plays kind of the same style that he does or the same style that we want him to play we're apparently bringing in at least one more this off season so I don't know it just I'm just trying reading the writing on the wall I would guess that he's not going to be back next year but I've got zero insight there I tried to find a good Super Bowl quiz during the break and they're either like impossible I, mean, I, I
0: figured you already had one when you were like well promoting. I looked earlier and
1: I figured it, it would be not be difficult to find I spent like two minutes looking earlier. And then I looked during the break, and I still can't find anyone. Because they're all, like, it's a mix between, like, which team won the first two Super Bowls, which is, the, you know, the easiest yeah, thing in the world, or, like, you know, who ran for three yards on the seventh play of Super Bowl 14 I'm like, yeah, it's just – I'm, I'm going to keep looking. I'm going to keep trying to find one. But the ones I've found so far are just – they're ridiculous.
0: Snell. What? What are the uh, Benny Snell's uncle, Matt Snell? <laughs> you ran for <remember> three yards? <laughs> Okay. I was just don't a name out there.
1: <laughs> Texas, the U.S. just shot down a flying object over Alaska. Somewhat concerning. Is World War III starting before the Super Bowl? No.
0: We're, we're going to get this. What soon. about just like, I'm going to go and I get out there and they're like, we're canceling the Super Bowl's game. canceled. <laughs> uh, they didn't cancel at 90. They're not going to cancel it. They
1: wouldn't cancel. Yeah. Texas, TK, just leave now. What are you doing? <laughs> Texas, spend that money that you would have spent on a new mattress. Your health is more important than a Super Bowl trip.
0: I am. Probably, I do need a new mattress. That's a good idea.
1: You haven't talking about the new mattress new for a new while.
0: Bed, yeah. Well, the problem is, I don't know. The thing is, my mattress too. It's like it's like a dip in the middle of it. Like I think it's the box spring is like I think broken. That happens. So it's like a dip. So when I lay down, like I roll into the middle of the bed. It's a taco bed. Yeah, and then but see, I also have two very large dogs who like to sleep with me, and a small one who snores. You need a new mattress. It's not good for you. Yeah, it's my back is actually kind of hurting right now. Yeah, um, spend that money that you would have spent, or a portion of what you would have spent on the Super Bowl, and buy a new mattress. Plus, I'm I'm being picky about it, but I want a comfy chair. Like I I used to sit on how I I, would, I have a, like a couch, but I have like just an office chair. I kind of roll around. Like, cause I have hardwood floors. Mm-hmm. And I'm lazy, and it's like a, like I'm like in a ghetto rascal over here. Like so, I'm in the office chair, kind of rolling around my room doing stuff. Uh, like I want like a good company. I haven't had a good recliner in like since I was in college, and that was the one my grandfather left me. And it wasn't I would be. You're playing fast and loose word good when you call it, when, when when describing it. Like I want, do you, do you have a good comfy chair, like a good like a company or a lazy boy, so to speak? No, we
1: have we have two good couches. We have a sectional downstairs that is really comfortable. I don't want We wanna, have a couch in the main room
0: that I like. That's about it. I want a big nice, big I just can't I don't know. I can't find one. Like not to mention, I was i I looked very hard recently. Clearly, George Costanza lied to me. They don't make recliners with fridges built in. No. I'm very disappointed in that. Amazed that they don't.
1: Either. You could get a nice chair and a nice mattress for under two thousand dollars. You would spend less than you would have this weekend going to Phoenix. Oh, much less. You the, can do this. The
0: trip, I think, I estimated with, with parking, gas. I would do it if food, I take it. I was looking at somewhere between six and seven grand on this
1: trip. Indulge a little bit. It's good for your health. It's good for your mental health. Get comfortable. I and mean, if I'm not going to go on a trip, I'm going to stay home. Might as well have a comfy chair, right? You spend a lot of time in bed and in chairs. This is just <laughs> this is a, this is the best gift that you can get for yourself. I think being serious i know you are texas uh i'm still hoping that trevor goes as the third kelsey brother i think he could barge his way in
0: kevin hart can't get on stage i don't know if i can get to the game well maybe
1: not the super bowl post game stage but you could get like into something i've heard all the super bowl parties kind of suck really people go like it's a it's a very thing that you want to like go to and just to say that you went to and be like oh like yeah tom brady was there but the reality is like it's I mean, nobody's like going bleep to the wall for Super Bowl parties. If you were worried about getting caught drunk publicly, like it's just kind of it's all corporate stuff.
0: See, that's what Twitter's killed.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I think that the Super Bowl parties back in the day were a little bit probably wilder. Yeah, but you now like, everything. Worry about
0: being social media. Are you happy, kids? You you did you've it. done to us. You've d- you you did it. You killed the party.
1: You killed the party. Hope I'm, you're happy. I remember the Deadspin par- stories from like that also didn't help either. Like when Deadspin was going undercover at the Super Bowl parties and like. The guy caught Stuart Scott, like, texting his booty call, like, <laughs> like you up at, like, you know, 2 a.m., like, leaving the party. And, like, all the, all those stories came out. Like,
0: this hey. all started with those, those D-bags that, that, that busted Michael Phelps. Like, like, if you for the if, weed? Yeah, with the bong. Like, if Michael Phelps shows up to your frat party and he's smoking a bong, like, don't take a picture of him and try to sell it to get him in trouble. You pack that thing up and you light it like a
1: gentleman. Michael Phelps also did himself no favors. Like, he would apparently tell everybody that he was there. He's like, I'm just here for a year to, like... Smoke weed and bank chicks, and like they were like, okay, like apparently everybody had the same Michael Phelps stories from his <laughs> one year in college, where like, yeah, he was kind of a d bag.
0: I mean, what kids are kids. I say, what kid doesn't go to school with those on top two of his list of accomplishments? Fair point. <laughs> I mean, most of us don't get to do accomplish that. Texas <laughs> says, "Wait,
1: Kier Clark is really still at UVA. This is blowing my mind. Oh, he's really still he there. He's there, yeah. He's having his best season yet, out of his 17 years as a Virginia Cavalier.
0: He, and I know. outside of exaggerating, he's literally in his like sixth or seventh year, isn't he? Uh, this is his
1: fifth year. Been, okay, this, this this it is only fifth. This is COVID th- season.
0: Okay, I thought it was legitimately sixth.
1: Because so. I mean, remember he was the guard on the the national championship team. Like he he was a part <laughs> of that game against Purdue, which is crazy to think about. Like that was the last." Pre-COVID tournament, before everything like went crazy, like he was he was playing on Virginia at that time. I think it's weird. Like there are a lot of guys that have played five or six years in college basketball right now. I think there are seven guys who are twenty-four years or older, which is insane. But most of them have have, have shifted teams. You know, they've, they've mm-hmm. transferred here, transferred there, and you kind of forget about them. You're like, oh my god, you know, Jaquan Lyle still playing? You know, he's not, but he <laughs> played at, like five different teams. He played for league in a prison. <laughs> everybody remembers Kia Clark because he was so visible. And he's been on the same team this whole time. Like he just he keeps coming back, and you're like, oh my god, he was on the Virginia team that won it all, which seems like it was a lifetime ago. And in a lot of ways, it was. But that's the Virginia way. God, he's it's gonna he's gonna kill us again. He always plays well against us too. And I'm like, just graduate, just leave. Get I, mean,
0: I didn't realize that. I don't know that Alman Franklin even played for Virginia. Yeah, I forgot he transferred there. He's good. I, mean, he's, I wouldn't. I mean, he the Indiana, I listen to them, Indiana fans complain about him for two years. They did.
1: He's He's been a good player for them this year. I think Virginia's really good.
0: Who was the other guard that, that they complained about? Was it, uh, uh, the tra- I think we transferred to Providence or something. Everybody. He was on Providence last year. I forget his name now.
1: Uh, Texas says, we went to their game on Sunday, the Louisville wins game. It was a lot of fun. The team came back from a deficit. And the crowd was great. We cheered loudly. We booed the idiot refs loudly too after Kono committed a foul with her face. That was the worst call from that game for sure. Uh, th- I mean, I, I've said it before. If you've never been to a women's basketball game and you doubt the environment, just go. Like it, it's it's also a great place to bring kids if you've got kids that are trying to get into the, you know the spirit of U of Athletics. If you go the first time, like you're going to be blown away. You, Al Durham was his name, by the way. Thank you. It, it it is insanely loud and it's consistently loud. Everybody's super into it. It's fantastic. Texas, hopefully this women's team can make it to the Sweet 16. Anything more than that would be a surprise. That's kind of where I'm now. I see them as, I think they're going to wind up being like a six seed. And then, you know, you win the first game over what should be a decent power conference team that gets an at-large bid. And then you have to upset somebody probably in the second round. And then anything after that is kind of, is gravy. It's not what we expected going into the year, but I think you have to readjust your expectations at this point. They just, they have not, have not gotten it going.
0: I could see that
1: happening. I could too. I mean,
0: I think they can. He's got talent to just get hot at the right time.
1: We need, you yeah, we need Haley to kind of kick it into gear a little bit. We need her to be a little bit more consistent than we need um, our, our front court players to be more like what they were last year. Liz Dixon and, and Olivia Cochran have got to, got to become more consistent. Texas says, TK should be happy that Romo isn't doing the Super Bowl. Romo would be wearing a Mahomes jersey in the booth. He does seem to just fall all over himself anytime Patrick Mahomes does anything. Which is one of the biggest complaints that people have.
0: I mean, it can't be worse than like I, I mean, obviously I didn't as I watched and watch it live because I was there, but the last year both with Chris Collinsworth when we go back and rewatching the game, listening to three quarters talk about how James Harrison is God amongst men, while the guy had I think half a tackle the entire game and got burned more often than not on wheel routes. But he kept saying, Well, this is James Harrison, he, he's coming in and he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna do it this time. I'm telling you, watch this move. I'm like well, did you owe this dude money? Why, why are you just <laughs> give it up? I get. Jane, I know he, he was had the great return in Pittsburgh. It was he's like forty two years old at this point, just trying to hopefully get a ring at the last minute. And some reason he's playing.
1: Texas in some cultures they don't use couches; they have pillows and cushions on the floor. Trevor should consider that. No,
0: yeah, because they're not going there. <laughs> I mean, when. They, Younger Trevor, all for it. I, younger Trevor used to lay on the floor constantly. I had the worst part about my—I used to have the worst elbows uh, because I would lay on my elbow, like lay on my belly and on my elbows, and, and watch TV when I was a kid. And uh, my elbows would be so scratched up and ashy that it would be just awful. I had like, but not anymore. No, can't, I can't get up on the floor that easily.
1: Your boy uh, since there is sent in like seven texts already today. He says Trevor's the biggest hater of anything before. Uh, 1995
0: liar. Does so it say says says the uh, he likes slut. He likes everything. He changed. He said a,
1: he said I meant after 1995, and then he says, shut your mouth. Trevor does not need to go to the Super Bowl. It's a waste of money. He's putting a ton of pressure on himself. <laughs> I don't think you're. I don't think you're putting a ton of pressure on yourself. I, think, the, I think you're gonna yeah. be fine. One way, regardless of what you decide.
0: Yeah. Thank
1: you. The Eagles are going to be in the Super Bowl. You're fine. I'm,
0: either way, I'm going, to, I'm going to. Either way, I'm going to watch us win the Super Bowl. Yeah, you, I think you're okay. Now I get more memorabilia though. I went. I went way out on the last Super Bowl. There you go. I still. I still found a shirt the other day that from the Eagles Super Bowl Championship that hadn't even opened it was six years ago. Jeez, I bought like twenty of them.
1: Texas says, first time football season ticket holder here. There are very few seats left. When I was selecting, I can confirm the Braum hype is real. It's it is, yeah. They're not making up the stats. Like the numbers are. Season tickets are flying off the shelves. They're also trying to get people to, to, to you know, re up on their ticket sales as early as possible because they want. I think I think there's the thought that they're going to run out of season ticket packages, and so they're worried that
0: it's the last time that's happened. I mean, a long
1: time. They're worried that people who really want to get in are going to like you know, maybe the, the enthusiasm wanes after a little bit. So they're like, if you want to renew your season tickets, let us know as early as possible because if you don't, somebody's going to take them. Um, and they're they're setting up all sorts of incentives. They had the thing, the video yesterday, where it was like, if you renew early, you could win an autographed football signed by uh, Jeff Brom, Brian Brom, and Dion Branch. Just scratch that Brian Brom autograph right off, and you'll be make it better. First of all, why are we wouldn't just get Jeff and there? Dion? Why don't we
0: just put? Why, why can't Greg be the third on there? Well, Dion led us to a bowl victory. Yeah, But Greg's part of the staff. So is Dion. Okay, Greg's the Brom.
1: Well, so is Dion.
0: Br. It's Branch, not Brom. The Br boys.
1: But I mean, Dion's very popular.
0: I'm not saying he is not No, that's great. I mean, you can have one with Dion too on it. But I mean, if you're gonna do Brian and Jeff. Just put Greg on there too. Can we throw Greg a bone? Let the man sign his name. Greg's fine. Let the man sign. Let the man sign his name on a football, for God's sake. He's
1: fine. If you want to, if you want to get Greg Brom's autograph on that football, he'll be more than happy to oblige. You can find it at the coach's Show. It's going to be fine. He'll, he'll do it for Greek. you. <laughs> Tucker says Purvis listens to Rutherford and Friends religiously. Yesterday, he was like Dr. Claw when Trevor Kelsey, of all people, figured out his beef with UofL after all these years. He threw his gray goose to the wall and screamed that she was a slut. <laughs> it's
0: one thing in my life I wish I could always see what Dr. Claw looked like. I put out the, uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> I, I put out the APB. I put up the bat signals. Like, somebody let me know. It was an honest question. I was not just trying to use it to start a a conversation. I really and truly wanted to know if somebody knew the whole backstory between Purvis and UofL. Like, why did this become such a contentious relationship? Why is Purvis so pissed off all the time at UofL? And nobody nobody sent me anything. Nobody seems to know.
0: Nobody wants to give her name out.
1: All I got was a million people saying, I don't know. I do love that we got the. The RJ Davis and Caleb Love. The reason why they're not playing so well is because one knocked up the other's girlfriend story out there, which is hilarious. Again, it tales old as time. It's always the rumor. It, it got so bad that Caleb Love had to address it. He put something out on Twitter and he's like, We're laughing at the BS. Like, let's go, let's get it going. Put a picture of them like with their arms around each other. I was like, Oh, it's it's not just Louisville. It's any power program. It's always going to come up. It, it's 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 very funny. Um Texas says I don't, I don't even know what this means. Did you see the last story we can get to? We can end the, the first hour on this because it's, it's not a happy story. Did you see the Robbie Valentine news? No. Uh, Robbie Valentine, of course, former U of L player, Remember, cigar? Yeah. member of the '86 national title team who has worked. He's been helping to run the Yum Center in recent years. His company, uh, is the word that he works for, is I guess the company that owns the KFC Yum Center. Arrested last night for uh, strangulation. Apparently, got into it with his his girlfriend after dinner. And had choked her. And that went the
0: different way that I thought. I thought you were going to do some, tell me something bad medically.
1: No, uh, it, it's.
0: Not that this. It's a bad story for it. sure.
1: And I, I mean, Robbie, you have to. Got to remember. They, they, authorities said that alcohol was involved. And Robbie's a guy who has been arrested for driving under the influence twice now in 2010 and in 2019. This is. It kind of. You know, he wasn't driving this time, though. He wasn't, but maybe let's just like cut he, the alcohol out completely. Like he strides forward. I guess when you have significant legal issues with alcohol multiple times, it's it's probably time to just just cut that out. But hopefully, we have a good conclusion, whatever that winds up being here. But a not so great news story for a beloved former card. I used to enjoy Robbie on the broadcast. I've, I've talked to him multiple times. Always, is very cordial. But yeah.
0: hopefully, they can work it out. The so bad things happen when you get too drunk. Wise words from from Trevor Kelsey here. Yeah. For your Friday. Alcohol is the cause and solution to all of America's problems.
1: We've got hour number two on the way next. We will we'll try to play some Super Bowl trivia. I'm gonna to try to find a, a good set of questions that will be yeah. properly challenging but not impossible for Who TK. Wants bowl 52? The Eagles, baby. We've got some questions for TK from the about the game. I want to hear him break it down a little bit, why he's so confident in the Eagles pulling out a victory. And we of course want to hear from you guys only Thornton's text line as well at 502-414-1450. Hour number two on the way next. Keep it locked right here on 1450 the Big X.
0: Every time I close my eyes, I thank the Lord that I've got you. I got you. And you, you
1: got,
0: got me too. too. Every time I think of it, I piss myself because I don't believe it's true
1: that someone like
0: you loves me.
1: For right, but, but a kiss me. So this is the soul. song that you picked for Rihanna? This is the song I want, liked,
0: and I never knew it was Rihanna. Was I don't mind this song, but it's not. She's very more sad. Man, I, I like more it. Love, I it it was enjoying because it was. one of the first threw. times I heard it, I was like, wait a minute. I'm not actually blaming the man for being again, a dog, actually taking responsibility him, women she do. I like it. I think it's the great
1: him know that I am happy with some other you know I can see? I, I, can see him dying. Dying. I don't want to do this anymore. I, I don't know if she's going to do this one. Super Bowl is going to be you. more upbeat. If I win, I would be mad if she didn't do this will probably This the other do. song I play I like the song. I do too.
0: But I don't think it's, it doesn't fit a Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah, but usually she does just melody. Usually when they do that, they just don't even like, snippets of every song anyway. Right. So I can see her just doing, like, the chorus real quick. I can see her doing a a slower
1: song, but I don't think it's going to be this one. No. This is the best
0: Rihanna song to Okay. I don't hate you for it. Like I said, I, 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 knew, I, had to, I remember this song back in, like, college. I was like, I like this song. It's kind of a jam. I like it. And I just never knew it was her, though. You know why? Because I got it off LimeWire. Limewire. I kid you. And, and, and now I think about it. That's where I found this song was on Limewire back in college. And I don't remember who had said, saying it for the, the life of me. Probably Katy Perry. Bro, <laughs> I mean, think Katy Perry was irrelevant then. Oh, she was. Was she? Round Unfaithful was like, I was out of college. This was like oh five oh six. No, it was later than that. No, it was when I was down at Western. It was like 06. Was it really yeah.
1: that early? I was thinking it was like 08 before like the Disturbia days. But you may be right. Let's check real
0: quick. Yeah, let's just see.
1: Oh six, you're right. 06. Right. yeah, it was earlier than I thought.
0: Cause it's one of her first songs, isn't it?
1: But Katy Perry was popular around. I guess she was like what? Oh seven, oh eight. She got when did I kissed a girl? I
0: kissed a girl. Was, I I didn't know that song until Rob Jones told me about it. Cause
1: Katy Perry tried to make it big as a Christian singer originally, flopped miserably, and then did a total one eighty and did I kissed a girl and I liked it. So
0: she so she did kind of a uh, a, a Miley Cyrus thing. A little bit.
1: Yeah, I mean yeah. Miley Cyrus was just. You know, but went overboard. She was like,
0: because when they tried to, to, but she was popular. They went like, don't think I'm a little girl. Don't think I'm Disney. I'm going to go look. Look, I can, I can make a Molly reference to my song. And, right. And, yeah.
1: But she was popular to begin with. The problem, like, true. Katy Perry just couldn't get popular until she started doing, kissing girls, being pop star.
0: That'll make you popular. It happened. It worked.
1: Uh, second hour here at the Rutherford Show on a Friday. Happy Super Bowl weekend to you. We're sharing Super Bowl memories. We're doing anything we can to not talk about Louisville men's basketball.
0: You're right. Oh wait for a kiss the girl.
1: There you go. Hit us up on the Thornton sex line at 502-414-1450. All right, I found some some Super Bowl trivia questions for Some are ones? Are you ready to be quizzed?
0: Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready.
1: I think some of these are okay. Some of these are whatever. I
0: think they're hard or they're not.
1: Just... Which Steeler threw a touchdown to Heinz Ward in Super Bowl 40? Uh, Willie Parker. Antoine Randall. Oh, it's
0: right. World for one. I was thinking it was the running back for some reason. All right, you should be able to get number two.
1: Against which team did Joe Namath win his Super Bowl guarantee game against? It was Colts. Yes. Super Bowl three. One for two. Yeah. Hall of Fame wide receiver Randy Moss won how many Super Bowls?
0: Zero. Zero is correct.
1: Which team did Joe Montana beat twice in the Super Bowl? Bengals. Correct. Eighty-one and eighty-eight. Who caught the game winning touchdown in Super Bowl forty two? That'd be Steelers versus
0: No, that would be Super Bowl thirty was forty was the Steelers game. Who is the Roman numerals just screw me here? I'm trying I always remember I always think the
1: Bears were twenty. Forty two is, is uh Patriots
0: Giants. Oh, that was um uh Plastico Burst Plastico is correct. Yeah. David Tyree caught the helmet pass. yeah.
1: Against which two teams did and Vinatieri make game-winning Super Bowl kickers? against? Panthers
0: and um, Panthers, even though he missed three of them in the first half of that game. Over, someone's over already Uh And Rams. Correct. Again, they cheated him. Grace show turf.
1: Who is the only Super Bowl MVP to come from a losing team?
0: Uh, Cowboys. What's his name? Uh, I was the linebacker. He's going to Hall of Fame this year. I forget. You have no guess. No, it was Super Bowl it was Super Bowl five, though. Chuck Howley. Yeah, he's going to the Super. He's going he's inducted in the Hall of Fame announced yesterday. I forgot. I can remember his name, though.
1: You get partial credit.
0: Super Bowl five, right? Su- I, yeah, I guess. Yeah. They lost to the Colts.
1: Joe Montana won
0: how many Super Bowl MVP awards? One. Three. Even three really? Three is correct. Rice won eighty eight. I guess he won eighty one and eighty four then. When what was the third one, I wonder?
1: Just answers three. Okay. No. This should is easy, but we're gonna I'm going to read it anyway. Who's the only Patriot besides Tom Brady to win Super Bowl MVP? Not Deion Branch. Deion Branch is the correct answer.
0: That might be a tougher one if we're not a fans or someone who was not watched that game and knows that game.
1: What is the name of the punter who purposely took a safety at the oh, end of— Oh,
0: good Lord. I'm Renshaw would kick me in my left testicle for not knowing this. It's like Stefanowski or something. It's, it is not. It's a long name. It is not. What is it? Sam Cook. No, the yes. punter? Yes. For the Ravens. Oh, no, no. I'm thinking, why am I? I didn't even let you finish the question. You do not. I thought you were talking about the 72 Dolphins, the punter who tried to throw the pass and. No, purposely took a safety. Oh, yeah. I'm, I should have known that. Because Sam Cook's still the punter. He, was, he retired just this year.
1: I know you've been around for a long time. Yeah,
0: actually, if you—if I'd listened to you, I would have gotten that right. I promise you. If I'd just been had been so stupid and interrupted you. Yeah, it's fine. It happens.
1: It happens in Jeopardy. Yeah, Can't let him finish the question. I know. Um, hold on, let me... I want more. Okay, you're doing pretty well. Who was the? Well, you should get this one, maybe. <laughs> Who strip sacked Tom Brady with two minutes remaining in Super Bowl,
0: whatever the one is that the Eagles beat him in? Fifty-two. I've got that. I've got that autographed. Uh, 11 by 14 picture sitting above my uh, couch in my den. That would be Brandon Graham, recovered by Derek Barnett. Brandon Graham is the correct answer.
1: Who was the intended receiver on the Seahawks Super Bowl 49 goal line interception? Oh, uh, was
0: uh, oh, what's his name? Robinson, uh, from NC State. Incorrect. It wasn't it? Wasn't Corn Robinson? It was Ricardo Lockett. Oh, I thought it was. Corn. I thought it was the guy from NC State, Corn Robinson. Their best one. Of their better receivers that year. That was a horrible call, by the way. One of the worst Super Bowls officiated ever. I kind of remember that. That was, oh, when you look back at it, the Steelers probably should have never won that game. I mean, then again, the Steelers probably could have never been there anyway. I mean, you talk about falling ass backwards into a Super Bowl championship. They get lucky because your dude who injures, uh, they they probably don't beat the Bengals in the wild card if they don't. The guy doesn't dirty shot Carson Palmer and uh, take his knee out in the first play, which, by the way, was a touchdown pass to Chris Henry. (laughs) <laughs> then the rest of the game went downhill and then they the, the course of course the, everybody remembers the the grabbing of the shoelace, shoelaces to, to prevent the touchdown against yeah. the Colts and then yeah, I was just gonna let you keep going I know thanks do you have more thoughts yeah I can't remember the guy's Steelers name that dirty shot him any Bengals fan will remember it like I, Eagles fans remember Bryce Pop's name They'll, and, and Rams fans if there are any real ones out there would remember Rodney Harrison's name my boy
1: Craig probably listening right now yeah. diehard Rams fan tortured Rams fan <laughs> Not really. He's had enough good moments. I don't feel sorry for him anymore.
0: He doesn't even know a city lives in half of that. He, he doesn't. He's,
1: he just follows the team around. What was the average ticket price for the first game between the AFL and the NFL, i.e., Super Bowl I? Wow,
0: 37 cents. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, it didn't sell out. It didn't even come close to selling out.
1: I can get multiple choice for this one.
0: Okay. I'll say I mean, it's probably like
1: $10, $12, $15, or $20. $12. Twelve dollars is correct.
0: Yeah, I, would, I, would, I was going to guess around that ten area.
1: In Super Bowl two, what future Hall of Fame coach retired immediately following his team's thirty-three to fourteen
0: victory? That would be uh, Lam- uh, uh, Lambo or Lombardi. Correct. Who's the only team to beat Lombardi in the championship game? Louisville Eagles.
1: Super Bowl three. How many passes did Joe Namath throw in the fourth quarter when he led his Jets to a shocking upset win over the Colts in the famous Guarantee Game?
0: Four. So they ran the ball down the throat with Snell. Hold the whole game mostly. The correct answer. <laughs> Are like you it. counting them? Is zero, zero. Okay, I knew it was low. Well, the the answer key
1: to these is like way at the bottom. It's, I, I don't like. I don't like this one.
0: I I, I love. I love. I mean, he, don't get me wrong. Name is the huge, but people just kind of overlook the fact that he was not as big an impact in that game as. He probably could have been. No, but he was a sex symbol, he Broadway Joe, and he was. I mean, he's, he was a great quarterback. He just at that. I mean, they just rained the ball constantly down and played great defense on him. Um, because United didn't. I don't think United played in the game. He was injured. It was uh, Earl Morrill, I believe, started for the Colts, who would later on become the be the backup to Greasy when they would go into in seventy two with the Dolphins. Okay, probably the best backup of all time.
1: Uh, Super Bowl. I don't know what this. Thirty-four In one of the greatest Super Bowls ever played by a quarterback, Steve Young led both teams in rushing. He also set the still-standing Super Bowl record for touchdown passes. How many did he throw?
0: Well, that would be against the Chargers. Correct. Uh, that was the your boy started. That was also the same year ER came out. Uh <laughs> I remember the commercials being shoved in my throat me as a kid being like, what the hell is an ER?" I
1: remember Mark Brom getting to go and me being insanely jealous.
0: Uh, six? Six is correct. I think he threw five and ran for one, right? I don't know. I know he threw for six. Or, and Waters had a couple of them. I mean, they dropped 50 on them or so. The, first play of the game was a touchdown pass to Rice for like 60 yards. I mean, yeah, it was a absolute beatdown. Oh, yeah, it was horrible.
1: Uh, despite not rushing for a single yard in the second quarter, Terrell Davis led the Broncos to their first Super Bowl in 1996-7? Been- After rushing for 157 yards and three touchdowns, what caused him to miss most of the second My quarter?
0: Migraines. Migraines, correct. I mean, I've had to that story a hundred times. I can't see. I just want you to go out there and be a decoy. <laughs> you don't even understand how much I love NFL films and watch a lot of NFL film stuff. <laughs> in New England's 20-17 upset win over St.
1: Louis, Tom Brady threw an eight-yard touchdown pass to David Patton. Besides being Brady's first Super Bowl touchdown pass, what else was significant about that play? A, it was the only touchdown pass allowed by the Rams that postseason. B, it gave the Patriots the lead for good. C, it was Patton's first career catch. D, it was Brady's first career touchdown postseason
0: pass. A D. Because um, he didn't start the AFC title game. Drew Bledsoe actually won that for him. D game. is correct. Yeah, he didn't play. I, think he start, I don't think he was injured going to in the he, Bledsoe started against the Steelers in the AFC title. And yeah, and the the Winter Bowl was all field goals except for the running one, rushing touchdown. Makes sense. Yeah, the the, the game where he fumbled, and, but they gave back to him because they have the Raiders.
1: How old was Mike Tomlin?
0: Oh, good lord, young! When, when the Steelers
1: won. beat the Cardinals, and he became the youngest Super Bowl head coach of all time, thirty-eight. The choices are thirty-five, thirty-six, thirty-seven, or thirty-eight. Mostly thirty-eight. The correct answer is. 36. And that was in the area. I knew He's he was younger young. than both of us. Yeah, that's
0: He's still only the third coach ever. sad. I don't like that.
1: In defeat, Tom Brady set a Super Bowl record for passing yards. How many yards did he throw in Super Bowl 52? Four... Uh,
0: 554. Well, that's not an option.
1: 495, 500, 505, or 515? 515. 515.
0: I don't like this. He had over 500. I'm almost positive.
1: C is the correct answer. Oh, 505.
0: 505. Okay. I knew he was okay. over 500.
1: Alright, last question. Can All right. move last year, oh good lord, this is right. This is not my wheelhouse.
0: <laughs> Short-term memory is not my best. Can I get one from Super Bowl Seven? <laughs> Which receiver
1: last year finished the Super Bowl with exactly one hundred receiving yards? Cooper Cup, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, or Odell
0: Beckham? I want to say Cup. T. Higgins is the correct answer. What was it T. Higgins? You suck. The worst did, of, I do the worst at the most recent.
1: You do. You did great with the the old school ones, the ones that I, I had no idea. You, you struggled with the more recent ones. I mean, I
0: can go through all y'all the uh, the, the early teens Super Bowls in the 20s. I, I mean, I've watched NFL films on those hundred each one hundred times probably. I love. Them. I still everything. That's one of my favorite things to sit back and watch. Like
1: I gotta say, they used to always when we were kids on Super Bowl Sunday they would do like a marathon on oh, the yeah. ESPN of like all the old NFL films and like i had like. I'd be like, I'm not doing anything else besides watching this. And then I awesome. think when I was like, I feel like it was around maybe the late 90s, they just stopped doing it and it just started being like full-blown, 24-7 coverage of that year's game.
0: Well, early 2000s, the NFL Network came into to play.
1: I mean, But, I mean, I, we had NFL Network. They still wouldn't do it. It wasn't the same. They wouldn't do like the start with Super Bowl one at like 4
0: a.m. They're like a half an hour long. Yeah, and it highlights talks, the yep. entire day. It was great. Like, that's how I feel like most I learned this, about Super Bowl. Most is done by John Facenda, who, I mean, that I could listen to that dude read off the, the instructions – the ingredients to to toilet paper and would be fascinated you love Johnson I too. love Johnson's voice I want when I die I want I want Johnson's voice to be the, the one at my funeral even though he's been dead for like 15 years that's it's fine he we'll just, find a way he to can make do. that happen we can with, this, with modern technology AI is yeah, crazy and we can make it 30 for 30 with uh, Tagabo and Al Davis talking to each other 10 years after their death. And I think we can do this, right? We got DeMar Hamlin
1: clones out there accepting awards last night. It's crazy. We, yeah. we, we can make this happen.
0: Gary Fisher's doing more Star Wars movies. I mean, We're good to go. Yeah.
1: There's no problem. No problem with that whatsoever. All right, I, I want to talk about this real quickly. The the Big 12 and its TV partners, they reached a deal last night for an early exit agreement with Texas and Oklahoma, which means those two schools are going to begin playing the SEC starting in the 2024-25 season. So basically the the 2024 football season. Next year – this coming college football season will be the last year that the Big Twelve has Texas and Oklahoma, and the last year that the SEC is not expanded. There is an assumption amongst everybody that when this happens, the SEC is going to expand to a nine-game league schedule. So much so that like the biggest topic, and I saw Matt Jones and and Bud Elliott, who I used to work with, like going at it about like who Kentucky's three rotating like annual opponent should be. Because Matt's like, they have to get Tennessee. They have to get one of their rivals. And Bud's like, they're a rival? And they like have this whole back and forth about whether or not Tennessee can get a rival. I'm like, this is, this is what's going on now. But Mitch Barnhart and Mark Stoops to a lesser extent have both kind of balked when they've been asked the question about if this does go to nine games, would you keep Louisville on the schedule? They both seem to be more of the belief that it benefits them, and, and they might be right to say this, to play three like MAC teams, and then play their nine-game conference schedule to try to get ball eligible. So there is a...
0: So it can be just a a fake farra- contender?
1: Hey, most people just look at record. That's, they don't dive into the schedule at the end of the season. If you win eight games, you win eight games. Especially in your, if you're in the SEC. I
0: guess they, that Kroger, they only do paper, not plastic.
1: So there is a very real chance that this November's Battle for the Governor's Cup could be the last one we see for a long time. Like, we may... This may be going away.
0: A win or lose, then we get the trophy. If they're gonna. To-
1: I was gonna say this could be a Cincinnati type deal where it's like, you win the Governor's Cup, you may get to hang on to it for a long time before you guys play again in a bowl game or something. Or this can get reworked out. Maybe some government legislation has to step in again and make these two teams play.
0: But usually that's how that's the only way they've gotten the last the the, the basketball and football team to start the rivalries is the government having to much step in almost.
1: This is a nice reminder though that like the powers that be in college athletics do not care at all about what the fans want. We know that because they're thinking about expanding the NCAA tournament. If you polled fans about taking the NCAA tournament from 68 teams to 96 or whatever they're yeah, 80, whatever they're, they're projecting right now, I think it would be about 90% saying leave it alone. Don't yeah, mess with I it. I more than that. It may be. You may be right. I mean if yeah. you polled the fans of, of UCLA, like their fans did not want to leave the Pac 12. They were okay with it because it makes them safe to be in the Big Ten. But in an ideal world, you keep those West Coast rivalries alive.
0: If you polled... Yeah, by the way, you include coaches and players in that poll. That, that's also stated at 9. For sure. That. For sure. You, watch, i gotta win three, I got to win nine games to win a national title.
1: Or if you're a UCLA, I don't know, like field hockey player. I've got to fly across the country to play Minnesota on Tuesday afternoon uh, in, in November,
0: you think they're going to the lacrosse team fly? You're taking a bus.
1: <laughs> well, now they're going they, if they're a, taking a bus, they're not going to be able to play a schedule. You got to fly. <laughs> There's no question about it anymore. If you pulled, I think most Louisville and Kentucky fans. Now you'll have some Kentucky fans who would be like, "Well, we don't. I want what's best for the program. We don't need to play Louisville anyway." I think most fans from both sides want this rivalry to continue. Is that fair? I would hope so. I know that we've been on the wrong end of it now for four straight games in in a large way. It it has been more lopsided than it's ever been, which is sad for us to say. I still think, like, Louisville, you you play your rivals in sports. And football is the biggest college sport. And Louisville and Kentucky are, unquestionably, two of the most contentious rivals in all of college sports. Whether you're just talking about the men's basketball rivalry or any other sport. I mean, look, we have... Fan bases in general we have UK fans listening to, to this show every day, weighing in, trolling us, you know, it's back and forth. It's, it's to imagine them just not playing in football. Like, It's one of those deals. Like I grew up with it for the most part. I was, I think 10 years old when they, when they, the rivalry resumed. And by the time I got to like in high school and 15, being 15, 16, 17 years old, you look back and you're like, how was there ever a world where we just didn't play? Where we just had these debates about who's better without actually settling it on the field. It just seems so silly. I and mean, this is, this is what college sports are about. You want to win championships. You want to win conference titles. But you also want to beat the hell out of your rival. Rivalries are the backbone of the sport. and it's, it's what primarily separates it from pro sports and why it's more appealing for a lot of people than professional sports are. And to just not play just seems so wrong. Like, I don't care if
0: they beat us 10 times in a row. I want that game in year 11. Like I don't you, care if we beat them 10 times in a row. I mean, it's not. Exactly. You know, if, if you lost 10 in a row, you want to play because you want to get a win. Okay, if we've won 20 in a row, I still want to play.
1: The rivalry fuels so much here locally. I mean, we, you know, there's talk about this game. You were guaranteeing victories over UK before we started the show and that was in August. Like, it, it just, people want to talk about these games, men's basketball and football specifically, all year long. And to imagine a world where, like, we go through our 12-game season, they go through theirs, and we're just sitting here, like, arguing about who would have been better had they played in late November or at the beginning of the year, wherever you want to put the game, it just seems so silly and so stupid. And and another, it's another one of those, like, what are we doing here moments? Like, like what's the yeah. point of all this if we're not going to, you know, if we're not going to have Louisville, Kentucky playing every year in football?
0: If, if someone's going to drop it, it, God help us hope it's not us, because whoever it is. oh, no, we're not dropping it. Then guess what, Kentucky? You can, you can act like it doesn't bother you, but you're going to get so much ridicule and every bit of it you deserve.
1: But I think, like, their fans don't want it to be dropped. Like I think they're going to be as upset as anybody. You'll have well, some that will jump,
0: come along with us and get get Mitch out of there.
1: Like you'll have some that will will toe the party line and be like, you know, we don't need the game. It's you know, we, SEC schedule is tough enough yeah, with nine basically games.
0: Basically the same stuff I heard when they dropped IU.
1: Yeah, but you know, this is this is Kentucky Louisville. Like these are like, neither side denies that the other is their primary rival.
0: Well, right now we are. I mean, Kentucky did have IU as a rival. I mean, they but they dropped them, and that's been now. 18 almost 10 years, yeah. I mean, that's uh, I was so I it. was in 2005. I don't even
1: really remember Kentucky and Indiana playing in football or caring about it at all.
0: See, I well, well you shouldn't. You're a UFL fan, but I mean, you know, me, I, I like, ro- I'm, I'm with you, like what you described. That's the thing I love about college sports is the robberies, you know, and to see like you know, that one dropped, which you know, i, mean, I accept it to a degree, but but now because you do that, you just have a little one in Kentucky is your only, you know. but like, this is the rivalry. Forget yeah. about secondary,
1: third, tertiary rivals. Like this is the rivalry game that both fan bases look forward to more than any other. You may play bigger and better teams. Like you know, Clemson's typically better than Kentucky. Tennessee's typically better than Louisville. Yeah. Make excited about those games, but this for is now. the one that you circle. This is the one that, you know, you, you go to work and you get bragging rights over your buddy for 12 full months. If you win and you got to live with the consequences for 12 full months, if you lose, like, just, just, to just not have it on the schedule, to not have it be a, a talking point, especially in this day and age where it seems like, you know, it seems like those types of things where you're like, we didn't play. Like, that's a a long time ago. It was back in the 70s and the 80s when, you know, we were just a, a less advanced sports society. To be, it feels like we're regressing in a way to just not have that game on the schedule. I don't, and, and if you're UK, I get that Louisville may be tougher than, and you can make your jokes, oh, Louisville's just as easy as, as a, you know, playing Miami, for Ohio. It's not. It hasn't historically. It wouldn't be moving forward. Like, still, would you rather be I mean, just, South seven and five with a win over Miami of Ohio as opposed to six and six, but you at least played Louisville? Like, I just, I, I can't imagine that mentality.
0: I mean, it's just, are, are, are they having these same discussions in, in Columbia with South Carolina and Clemson?
1: I can't imagine
0: they're I mean, not dropping those games. Yeah, Florida, four
1: state, they're going to keep playing.
0: Yeah, I mean, are they, are, are they having these because I mean, they have every is the same reason as the.
1: South Carolina's got way more reason to drop that rivalry yeah. game than Kentucky has to drop us.
0: I mean, that's that's my point. I mean, it, so if that they're not talking about them, why why are you? Yeah, Florida
1: and Florida State aren't going to stop playing. And then what's the other big SEC ACC rivalry that weekend? There's a there's a fourth one because the t- the teams always play. Um, and now it's just it's escaping me. Whatever that one is, they're going to keep playing that one too. North oh, it's Carolina. Georgia Georgia Tech.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're going to keep playing that. I mean, North Carolina South Carolina still play each other every year too, don't they? They do. I don't know if they do every year. Maybe they don't every year. I know. I mean, obviously, I it's they, not on that. It's not on that play Clemson
1: every year. Yeah, it's not on that rivalry weekend. I think and they the big, played a the couple. Biggest
0: rivalry to be killed by the the moving was probably what Kansas Missouri basketball basketball,
1: and then now they're playing again.
0: And they, which thankfully, I mean, they should have never stop playing. Yeah, I mean, that was probably the big Texas Texas
1: A and M football is up there too. But Texas has you know they've got Oklahoma, they've got yeah, other rivals.
0: Texas A and M with the, the whole South, the former South, what was the former Southwest Conference rivalries? I mean, they all had history with all those schools
1: but AM texas they did have a nice little niche they would always play the day after thanksgiving it was a tradition and i think it hurt a lot on both sides yeah. for them to to not keep playing and i think AM fans have been bitter that texas did wouldn't play them and now he's coming to the sec with them they're trying to get away from texas and it's just it's not happening i mean there have been some big football rivalries that have have bitten the dust because of conference realignment i'm
0: sure there are some more just the one but
1: non-conference games shouldn't be affected by yeah. this you, that, that's my whole point.
0: And, yeah, I agree one hundred percent. And I just irritate. I mean, we all know it's Mitch. Mitch has been wanting to get rid of this game for since the day he got there. I mean, he. I think he hates this robbery as much as he hates people having fun at you at, at events. I
1: just don't understand why. Like, like we've won more than they have since we were new. But it's not. I mean, with their current four game winning streak, it's not overwhelming. But I think it's it's 12 now since we started playing in ninety four. Yeah, they,
0: they come in in clumps. When they're good, they beat us in like clumps of well,
1: we kind of have two. Like, we had, we had a five year run, we've had a four year run, I think we had a couple of four year runs. Like, it has been a, a streaky series. With
0: winning like three straight, I think.
1: Yeah, they won the first, I think they won the first year, and then I think we won two in a row.
0: They won the, the first, at least the first two or three. I remember, did they? I'm almost well, the 94, 95. I think nice, then we won. Yeah, well, I want to say they won the first two or three. I I went to almost all of them the beginning,
1: regardless. Yeah, we it has not been lopsided. Especially recently, what has been lopsided just the wrong way. Like there's no reason to it's not like you're South Carolina losing to Clemson every year besides the last one. Like, play the game. If you can't play the game, play the game. Like it, it just it seems so simple to me. It seems so straightforward. I don't I don't understand the justification for not it is good for both programs. They used to always make the argument, we're in the SEC, you guys are in conference USA, we've got nothing to gain, you've got everything to gain, which was always ridiculous. But if you wanted to have that leg to stand on, you could at least make that claim back in you know 1997. The reality is now, like, you know, we're, we're in the ACC. I mean, how
0: are you going to stand for Kentucky for the most time saying we have nothing we have nothing to gain by playing? If that was the case, you'd have been kicked out of the SEC. Exactly. I mean, yeah, it
1: was, it was always a silly argument, but it's even more silly now. Just ridiculous. Yeah, UK won the first game, then we won two in a row.
0: Oh, I thought they won the second one. I
1: couldn't remember. And then they won two in a row, then we won three in a row.
0: So the first one they won in 94, that was also they went one in ten. I don't know. We lost lost that game. Acres missed three field goals inside the forty-yard line, and Marty Lothu interception ended We lost twenty
1: to fourteen. Then we won thirteen to ten. Then we won thirty-eight to fourteen, and then they beat us pretty good two years in a row,
0: including the first game at Papa John's. Yeah, it's the one, the the, the one, the first of like the first. I went, I went almost every the first like twenty games except for that one. I was in San Francisco for that game.
1: So it is the all-time series. Connecticut leads nineteen to fifteen, but that's with the. The six games from before nineteen twenty. Yeah,
0: but well, then we went three straight after that because that was the Ivan been, Ivan been Green game where he scored three touchdowns.
1: And so it's fifteen to thirteen yeah, up almost. since uh, since we started
0: playing again. That Jeez. was the year that I started walking around saying this is our this is our summer home. We just rent it to you in the fall, and, then I, and I, I christened it John L. Smith Field at Commonwealth Stadium. Brilliant. I still this they still call it that. My friends hate it. Brilliant. I, it, I got to interview John John L. a few years ago, and I told him he just loved it. He was like. He's like, cheers.
1: <laughs> All right, let's take a break. When we come back, your thoughts on the Thornton sex line at 502-414-1450. We'll hear your thoughts. Should the Louisville-Kentucky rivalry be preserved no matter what? I think most people will believe the same way, but if you have an alter oh, other thoughts, let us know. We'll be right back here on 1450 and one. The Big X.
0: Got no kind of plane that I've had on this town I can stand and I got friends out on the coast
1: am I I'm assuming this is Chris
0: yeah. Stapleton's one of those
1: guys, like people that I share a lot of musical taste with, really, really like him, but I've just never really listened to him.
0: I, I Neither have I, and I listened to a few, like this song, which I guess came out a couple years ago. I like this. This isn't bad. He's got kind of a. He, I'm with you. I've had friends that be like, oh, you like this. this yeah. This and I don't know. I wouldn't call it stubborn. I'm just, I just never really. I just never got around to no it. No time I guess. to fire
1: up Spotify with Jason. Or- yeah. They got me with Jason Isbell. Like, like I saw, actually saw him open yeah, I don't for like, I know the name, Ryan Adams, I don't, I don't know songs. and I liked him. It was, like, before he was big, and then, like, I was, like, I never really paid any thought after that, and then people were, like, you'd really like this, and I listened to him, and pe- people say the same thing about Stapleton, and I've just never, I hear songs here and there, but I've never, like, sat down and just, I don't really have time to, like, I don't, like, sit down and, like, listen to full albums anymore. I never do that.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I, like, I did just, like, Google, you know, I to YouTube and, like, put in Chris Stapleton's songs. Yeah. And you, you assume, like, the more popular songs are going to come up. Like Tennessee whiskey was one that came up. I didn't use it. Remember that one. But I do remember that one because that's and it's, it's not a bad song. It's he's got kind of that old school country sound to him. A little I like bit. what I've heard. I just yeah, I just I haven't heard you. enough
1: to like really consider myself a fan.
0: He he doesn't he doesn't come off sounding like that stadium pop country that annoys me. Bro country. Yes. Bro country's the worst.
1: Although every now and then they'll get they'll get me with one where I'm like, all right, this is catchy. I can't stop.
0: Well, you'll get it, yeah. I can the whole point is catchy. You know? When
1: I taste tequila, I'm like, ah,
0: Got me. It's in my veins. I think the one. Last one to get me would probably be the uh, Zach Brown band "Toes." I like that song. I got my. Knees the uh, I, hate I, I, I hate that song. I hate, I that, hate that, song. that song. I can't stand the it. The first time I heard it, he was life like, is good today. <laughs> so generic and bad. It's <laughs> I, so terrible. I know, and I like it. I don't God judge. I don't
1: judge you for liking it.
0: I know. I'm fully aware of everything that's wrong with it because I like the, the Zach Brown reason I band. Like
1: it. I like this act with a little bit of chicken fried. But see, that would annoy me. Cold beer me, on a
0: Friday night. See, the reason that one annoys me is because it sounds like he's completely ripped off Song of the South by Alabama. Like, they sound identical. Dude, I don't hear that at all. I do. Little I mean, bit not, of chicken fried. Song, that, I mean,
1: song of the South.
0: Not that they all don't use the same, like, four chord progression, but still, I mean. Yeah, I don't, I don't hear that at all. Maybe some of the lyrics, but. What would be the, is, just do a spot. We haven't done a Spotify a, a test in a long time. Do a spot about this. I want to see what Chris Stapleton. I'm going to go with Tennessee Whiskey as his number one song.
1: David, my guess. But again, like, I've got no real frame of reference. I'm curious if
0: there wasn't a song, though, I didn't maybe look up that I, or I didn't listen to first. Because remember, I went with this. Also, the only other song I went with him was a cover of Shameless. Tennessee Whiskey is by, by far okay.
1: 642 million plays. You should probably leave his second with 168
0: million plays. I think I'd listen to that song, too. And both of them are they're, they're decent. I mean, they're just a little slow. I was trying to get something a little upbeat. Yeah. Especially when, when you're mixing it in with Babyface, which already, you know, is pretty... Which just sucks. I'm using two Babyface songs. I want to save those for our, our Valentine's Day. They get that upbeat Babyface. Yeah. What's <laughs> the Stevie Wonder? The poppy upbeat Babyface. <laughs> a lot of Babyface songs sound the, the, the very, very similar. Me. Is, that yeah. what it, is that what I think it was called?
1: All right. 502-414-1450 uh, is the Thornton sucks line. We're talking about the, the potential end to the battle for the Governor's Cup with Oklahoma and Texas joining the SEC a year early. This could be the last time we see these guys, these two teams square off. This it is November. still awkward.
0: They're still even there, right?
1: It feels weird. It's going to take me a while. It's really going to take me a while to adjust for, I think, UCLA and USC in the Big Ten.
0: It, it feels like that. I told you I watched. I know you haven't seen the, the She's Out of My League movie I watched the other day. And, like, it's near the end of the movie. He's on the plane with his family. And he's, like, he just goes on the speech like, Every is a total bleep. You're a bleep. Except for Mom, no one loved me. I hate all of you. And he goes to get off. And is like, you can't get off the plane right now. And he has to, like, sit there. And all the time there's, like, brothers across the aisle. With no in his face. <laughs> he's just sitting there. <laughs> I just, I can't get that's over. How th- I feel like it was, that's how I feel like they are right now in their conferences, waiting to move. That, that Yeah. I mean, they like, let a fart in the elevator, and everybody's going to sit there and smell it. The fact that
1: USC Rutgers is going to be a conference game just feels wrong on every possible <laughs> level. <laughs>
0: it just feels weird to-
1: can you imagine flipping on a USC Rutgers basketball game on, like, the Big Ten Network?
0: I'd rather that than the football game, probably. <laughs> it just is on the so... the Big Ten Network, too. It's, awesome. it's
1: so strange. Like, if I flipped on the Big Ten Network at 9 o'clock on a Tuesday and saw USC Rutgers, I'd be like, what the hell are we doing here? Why, why are they showing this game? It's, it's February. I'm like, oh, my God. These two teams are both in the league. It just it feels wrong. It is wrong. It does feel wrong. Texas, have we figured out... Who the girl is that everyone is sleeping with that is causing Louisville to be this bad? Since that's always the
0: rumor. <laughs> I'm telling you, you don't doubt me, but you can't find me a one that doesn't lead back all the way to the end. Do you remember that? Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon over here?
1: So I was going to ask if you remember this, but I know you don't because you, you probably weren't even on Twitter this well, like when Twitter started.
0: I got on Twitter early actually, like in 08. Well,
1: that was I think that was earlier than I was yeah. when Twitter like first got going. Like people would always use, they would say like. OOMF, which stood for one of my followers. And it was like, some kids would say, they'd be like, you know, OOMF is really, really cute, and I hope she, like, messaged me or something. It was always, it was always, a, like, a passive way to kind of try to flirt. Like, you would just I may say have been
0: that. on early, but there's, I'm never, I'm so horrible with the shorthand. Yeah, it, it was like, I never get it.
1: So, like, the football team would always use this constantly to be like, one of my followers is, and it was always, like, it was always some way to, like, try to communicate with girls. And After a few months, like Danny had gotten on Twitter, who I do the podcast with, and he was just like, "We've got to find out who this OMF girl is that they're all talking about." (laughs) I think she's sleeping with everybody, and I was like, "Buddy, that's a a, it's an acronym. It's not a it's not a person. There's not a a person whose name is OMF. It's not her nickname.
0: It's a they're using it to talk about very different." Me and Danny are probably two peas in a pod. Yeah, he's
1: (laughs) you got to walk him through some stuff with technology.
0: There's not a probably a week then go by I have to like Google an acronym. I mean, I do now too. That's like. And what baffles and what annoys me about it is, like, they, they, in a, they came into popularity during the early days of texting. When it made sense when you had, like, when you were texting and you had three letters per key, right? I mean, it made sense to do shorthand, BI, BYB and BRB and, you know, you know, OMG. Like, why do we still use it when everybody's phone has full keyboards now? I mean, my phone always had full keyboard and we still use stuff like that. But when you first, your flip phone, I mean, when you had the early flip phone texting days, you didn't have full keyboards.
1: I honestly can't even remember. I feel like I did.
0: I did. When I first started texting my first flip phone. Maybe I didn't. Back I, in, I like, 2005, I was, when I first started, and when you were still getting charged, like, by the text. hmm Like, I, I, I don't say I got on the texting bandwagon early, but, I I mean, mostly did just because I just didn't want to actually, like, talk to some people. Like, just, so I figured out texting, but.
1: People keep saying you're you're not talking loud enough. By the way, you're not talking into the wow, mic. Wow, really? Time. Yeah, It's the first. No, it's it happens pretty quick frequently. I'll raise my volume up. A little I bit. think it's just talking to the mic. Yeah, you really ever done radio good. before?
0: <laughs> not professionally.
1: <laughs> Texas. I've always heard that Purvis was pissed at U of because he feels like he never got the respect he was due from the
0: school. And didn't we retire his number? Yeah, <laughs> what He's right the one of four. We
1: was right there with Daryl
0: Griffin, West Unsel, and. Well, I mean, tired for some reason,
1: but yeah. Did you want it to be Purvis Ellison Arena? I mean, what, like we renamed Freedom Hall after him, Purv Hall? Maybe, maybe still <laughs> would have been an Aaron Judge. I wonder
0: if it has anything to do with the Felton Spencer stuff. <laughs> what what like, stuff? Because we brought Felton Spencer into play, like alongside him, and kind of move him kind of out of the center position. It's a only, long time to carry a. He's grudge. only he was only a year older than Felton too, so. Purv Arena. <laughs> I think it's named the Dorm. That's <laughs> <laughs> well that was
1: good I just I, I can't imagine something that would make you hold that much of a grudge for that
0: long even if it is to hold it that long it's still petty
1: we'd be mad at Denny like, like, even
0: if you, even if it was a girl I mean good lord dude I mean there's it's not a girl <laughs> okay there's there's no way I'm, you keep saying that but no matter what the reason is hold the grudge this long is going to be petty regardless so I'm going for the most petty thing and that's a girl okay He's mad because Cornelius Holden t- slept with his girlfriend. He's, he's like, damn you, corn man. Keep your maze to yourself. I <laughs> um help, I would say help Cornelius Holden's not listening, but he's in jail. <laughs> no, he's not. He did, did go he? to jail one time. Did he for what? Uh I think he like uh, domestic abuse. <sighs> Jeez. I they do Cornelius a- like stairs for, like making a chicken pot pie instead of beef?
1: Apparently Cornelius Holden was a villain in a recent video game, so it's very hard to find information about him. <laughs> yes. This is like the one time I tried to Google myself. It's like it's all about the guy from Genesis. I've got there's nothing out there about me.
0: Like, whatever. I told you the, per- the first the time I ever Googled myself and it came up the wedding videos of Trevor and Kelsey. <laughs> <I'm> like, <great. laughs> I was like the number one Google search it was like their their wedding videos, which I've seen sadly. You're bugging to see if Curtis Holden went to prison or not. Yeah, I can't find anything. There's, I mean, he's, I can't The imagine. first results are all just basketball games.
1: Yeah. Mike Case, Eric Sullivan, Cornelius Holden, headline McDonald's classic.
0: He was a freshman when Perb was a senior.
1: Uh, Texas says, tell Trevor to speak in the mic. Texas says, oh, okay. Sorry about that, can man. someone ask Josh Hurd to blink twice if his hands were basically tired to hire KP? Also, can someone make a freedom of information request for the head coach report put together by the consulting firm? I've heard a little bit of what, what the consulting firm came back with.
0: The consulting firm for KP?
1: The, no, the, the consulting firm that was hired to do their help with the coaching search, the uh, Glenn Sugiyama guy. Oh, yeah, I remember him. Though. <laughs> and you have to remember, he was also in charge of the DePaul hire, which came back with information that reportedly said they shouldn't hire Kenny Payne. No, no point in getting into it. Just saying. Texas says, when I was a kid, I had a VHS of every Super Bowl through, like, 1990, and I probably watched it 100 times. Like,
0: 1990 up or up till 1990?
1: He said through, like, 1990.
0: What does that mean? Does that mean, so? 1990? So, stopping at 1990. Okay. That'd be pretty cool to have.
1: The first, like, big kid book I ever read, I remember vividly, was, like, a a breakdown. It was, like, of like every Super Bowl, where like every chapter was like ten pages on telling the story of every Super Bowl. I remember sitting like reading it, like front cover to back cover, and it was like the first time I read like a real book. I was like, "Yeah, all about Super Bowls." I was all about Super Bowls as a kid.
0: No, I was that. Well, I mean, I would say mine would be like the Encyclopedia of Insulate Tournaments, which I read from cover to cover, but it only went up to nineteen ninety two.
1: Yeah, I think the I think the Super Bowl that book that I read ended up with the Bills Giants because I was like in first grade kindergarten. Texas TK is in luck. Pack Your Bags, Buddy, and it's a, a link to a, I guess this is an ad. It says, a good buddy of mine has two Super Bowl ticks, 40-yard line box seats. He paid $2,500 each, but he didn't realize last year when he bought them that it was going to be on the same day as his wedding,
0: probably oh, because Lord. of the extra game
1: this year. If you're interested, he's looking for someone to take his place.
0: It's at, In the wedding? No. <laughs> how did, how did, that's my first thought. <laughs> If you're interested if you hold on, you got this it's a joke.
1: I'm uh, now we're just reading. Not. If you're interested, he's looking for someone to take his place. It's at Beth Shalom at three p.m. His bride's name is Nicole. She's five foot four, about 115 pounds. Good cook too. She'll be in the white dress.
0: So he he did go with my joke then. Yeah, it's, it's just so oh yeah. uh, well, what was that the measurements again? Five four one fifteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can mean, I can that's done not too bad. Okay, where's it at the dress? Beth shalom. <laughs> is this, this Jewish? I would assume so. <laughs> I hope that's not a deal breaker for me. You're fine. <laughs> You're open to new ideas. I'll find out really soon at the honeymoon that I'm not Jewish. It's okay. You'll convert. Texas, we can agree. Stoops
1: and Mitch are cowards, and Stoops doesn't want to risk his $8 million a year, so Youngstown State Tech University of Southern Miami it is.
0: I don't know about Stoops. I, I don't want to call him on the bus, but I, I, mean, I mean Mitch, I mean, yes. Can I say something controversial? Oh, I love it. For once not being me, yeah.
1: I don't blame Stoops. It's in his contract. He gets a bonus every time they win seven games. I guess that, if yeah. you had a significant amount of money to be made by just winning seven games, wouldn't you want to play the easiest schedule possible? I guess yeah. So. Now, granted, again, he's but he's, I mean, how much he's money now beaten uh, Louisville more than he's lost to them. Okay, but how long has he had that? How, that's how, going to change. I mean, how much? I mean, how long has he had that in his contract? I have no idea. I know it's been something that's been said for a long time. Okay,
0: so say he's won already like four million dollars <laughs> of. I mean, how much more money do you need? That,
1: that's a different discussion, okay. but like, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think there's a certain point where, and I have no idea how it feels to be really, really rich. What's what your mentality is when that exactly happens? True, yeah. But like, I would assume if I got to a point where, like, you know, two hundred thousand dollars one way or the other isn't going to make or break me, where I would just say, I want to play Louisville every year. It's the it's the dog in me. It's good for the fan base. This program's given a lot to me. I want to do what's best for them. But I guess when you just have that mentality for so, I mean, every coach who's made it to a high level in college coaching has probably lived with this mentality of like dog eat dog for so long, where it's like, you've got to get it done because it's so competitive or you're going to lose everything. Like you're going to be out of the business. You're going to you know, not be able to make this big money that you're making, or when you're getting started, this little amount of money that you're making, I guess you just, it's hard to shift out of that mentality to, to say, look, I've made it, I've made a ton of money. I'm set for life. My my families are, are set for life. You know, Generations of families of stoops are going to be fine. Let's just try to do this thing the best we can for our fan base, for our players, for everybody involved in this. I guess it's hard to just, just make that mental shift, but I'd like to think you'd be able to do it at a certain point.
0: By the way, also just on a side note, when, how long did it take you before you realized it was dog-eat-dog dog and not dog-eat-dog? Dog? I mean, not long. It was a couple years ago. I learned it. <laughs> you thought it was a doggy dog world? Yeah. Who does? I think that's a common mistake. Dog eat dog. I know it's, yeah, but I was, I was like, dog eat dog. That just sounds sick. Well, it is. That's, that's what it is. I always thought it was a doggy dog world. It's, it's not
1: a world saying that's like cute and adorable. It's the saying is about <laughs> how it's brutal and ruthless. I don't think I'm alone on this one. I'm sure you're not. I'm sure <laughs> other people have thought that too. Texas says the answer uh, is what you've already said money greater than sign fans. Yeah, which sucks, but that's. It's certainly the answer for like the, the universities and what they're doing. Cause again, UCLA was about to file for bankruptcy and they're getting bailed out by this huge Big Ten deal. So it makes sense then.
0: But what doesn't make sense is how the hell is UCLA filing for bankruptcy?
1: They were going to have to drop sports, was, was their thing. Like they, like a lot of Pac 12 schools, they field a ton of sports. Um, it's all money, but it does. Like the fans get screwed. And like you said, it's not just the fans either. A lot of these, especially the lower level sports, the, the Olympic sports, they're getting screwed too. Like the players and the coaches don't want to. If you're, I mean, we talked about this this summer when we were recruiting the uh, Deuce Robinson kid. Like Big Ten baseball, not great. Pac 12 baseball has been a, like West Coast baseball in general, West Coast Conference, Big West Conference, Pac 12 Conference is really good. Because you can play year round. Imagine being a kid who's who is going to go play baseball at UCLA or USC, who are are pretty good national powers. UCLA was number one seed, went to the College World Series championship a few years ago, and now instead of playing, you know, Oregon State, who's also really good in yeah. in, in March or, or April, you're traveling across the country to play Minnesota or Rutgers, like we mentioned. Like it's just it's not nearly as attractive. It, it sucks for them. It sucks for baseball, and it sucks for a lot of those sports.
0: At least they get their home games.
1: They do, but like you know, it's. I, if, if you're them, I'm sure you'd much rather go play in, against Oregon State and Corvallis than you know go play Rutgers in Piscataway, where it's snow on the ground in March. It would just, it would yeah, suck.
0: but you're going by the opinion of everybody who's involved in playing. And the problem yeah. is is the, the decisions are made by people who have no... no oh, yeah, I'm no, not arguing against that. I'm just yeah. saying
1: it sucks. Like Everybody gets screwed besides these people. Yeah. It sucks. Texas says, uh, or your boy, Sarah says, Trevor, bleep talking is exactly why I want the Eagles to lose. I like that. Our, like, I always like that. Your like closest friends are the ones who are actively playing oh, against your have. teams.
0: He's also a Washington fan, though, too. Yeah, that stuff. When it's convenient.
1: I saw the early odds come out for next year's Super Bowl. Which what?
0: I wonder what our odds. What were odds at this time last year? I can tell you. Okay. Well, yeah. Look, it's you're learning. Yeah. I heard I heard Patrick you he did that to Patrick on Friday. I, I did, I out. felt like you. I was like I am like, sorry. <laughs> I didn't catch that part of the show. So this time a year ago, but
1: the week before the 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 Bengals who they lose to? Yeah. Rams. Super Bowl. Yeah. The odds for this year's Super Bowl, the coming Super Bowl, had the Chiefs the favorite, seven to one. Not a surprise, The Eagles way down the list were forty to one.
0: Wow, I'm surprised we were that low, actually.
1: Forty to one, you were lumped right there with the Raiders, Dolphins, Vikings, and Saints. The Lions, by the way, were one hundred and fifty to one, tied for the lowest team on the board uh, with the Texans. Th- next year, though,
0: now I want, Had the Raiders already acquired? They hadn't even acquired Devontae Adams at that point. No, it's this crazy. This yeah. time last year. Yeah. For next year, the Super Bowl, Chiefs are the early favorite
1: again, regardless of what happens this weekend. Six to one. Bills and Eagles co-second choices at seven to one. How about this though? Vaulting up the the board. Jacksonville. Your Detroit Lions 33 oh. to 1. Woo. Up from 150 to 1 last year. Jacksonville's 25 to 1. The uh, fourth and fifth choices, the 49ers are 8 to 1, and the Bengals are 9 to 1. The Cowboys are 14 to 1, then a steep fall to everybody else who's in the 20s. Yeah. Okay. Does that sound about
0: right? That's, yeah. I think it's by at this point, yeah. I think you can get some good money on. I think Jacksonville would be a good bet winning or making the Super Bowl. Winning. This, these are odds to win. Oh, I think Jacksonville could be a good threat to make it next year. Like, did you see?
1: I, I bring up friends bleep talking there because you know, I feel like the NFL is the one sport where I just root against all of my friends' teams. Like in other sports, I'll kind of get on board. But like, Danny's a Vikings fan and I hate the Vikings. Weber's a Cowboys <laughs> well, but, fan. But, I hate but, the Cowboys.
0: I, well, I mean, as long as it's not like in, in, in inner division, I because mean, anybody in, in your own division, you should hate. You should. You play them twice a year. Yeah. And, but so
1: last night. I don't know if you saw at the NFL awards I remember Kirk Cousins doing his duet with Kelly Clarkson.
0: I, I knew they had it, and I saw I saw the Hall of Fame stuff, which I had questioned a little bit, but I didn't watch. Actually, watch the. Couldn't the be rest. more embarrassing. The clip they, they did this. Uh, Kirk Horner and and no Kelly Kirk Cousins, Cousins. Oh, Kirk Cousins
1: and Kelly Clarkson doing a rendition of "Since You've Been Gone" to make it about Tom Brady. West <laughs> Kirk Cousins. So we sent the video, and I was like, "The Vikings are never winning anything with this guy." And then he Danny responds with, "I don't know if you remember." Kirk led them to a walk-off wildcard divisional win over the Saints a few years ago. I was like, no, I don't remember. No, because he didn't. Because nobody cares about that.
0: He also didn't do it. What do you mean? That was Case Keenum. That was Kirk Cousins. No, it was Keenum. Because well, they lost to us the next game. We looked it up. It was, there's a video of Cousins still in the past. The, the, you talking about the
1: miracle to Diggs? No, no, no. The what? The, the, oh. the whatever it was, 2020.
0: Oh, okay. I was going to say, the Diggs, though, I thought you were... No, he threw for like 300. He did have a great game.
1: We, we, okay. we looked, trust me, we went deep on this. But then I was like, okay, he won't win a playoff game that anybody remembers. And they, he has to play the Trump card where it's like, I can't believe I'm getting chirped by a Lions fan. And I was like, well, you've got just as many Super Bowl memories as I do. That's, yeah, that's true.
0: This is how you got to go back and forth. They haven't been, they haven't been back there since 70, 76. Who, the, the Vikes? Yeah, because they went to four and five they never years. They've never won it. They've never, yeah. won, it. They've uh-huh. never won it. Texas says, Grant.
1: we'll have to end the hour on this one. Would you rather preserve the Kentucky game on a yearly basis or have a game against Cincinnati and WVU on a yearly basis? Kentucky. I, I mean, that's not even close. And, I, and I, lo- I would love to play Cincinnati yearly, but I would uh, – Kentucky. The thing is, too, like I mean, you do have to look out for yourself a little bit. If we played Cincinnati and WVU on a yearly basis, that gives you no room to play anybody else, like, sexy and non-conference. Those are two tough non-conference games. And, I mean, you do – you need a game against a buy opponent to have – a little bit of you know, get your feet loose, get your get your feet wet. Get like, you don't want the James Madison situation from last year. Uh, if you're if you're buying an opponent, you want to make sure it's a game you're going to win, and hopefully get some rest. Like winning games is is fun. Winning games is important, and especially if you're if we're now looking at the playoff and trying to get in that top twelve. If we can get
0: you know a roster that's capable of
1: doing that, we want to have that. I
0: mean, every, every every power five school should have a, a buy opponent. I mean that for the for the simple they fact, pretty much do. But the simple fact is, is, don't look at it from the big boys' perspective as, oh, you're just getting an easy win. Look at the fact that that money you're giving at school, you may have just bought them a lacrosse team. Well, that's what Mitch Barnhart said
1: when he was asked about keeping Louisville alive. And he remember, he went on that whole thing where, like, we're saving football by playing more and uh, yeah, saving yeah, do Yeah, I understand, but you don't, do a, you don't have to have four games for it. You could have just one. Well, he's just that giving.
0: I mean, yeah.
1: That's man. what he said. That was his excuse for not playing Louisville was,
0: I'm I remember. I remember. Yeah.
1: Football so. isn't just about the big dogs, and we're keeping the FCS. Yeah, he said alive that. Vince's
0: head pop He's like, "You called me to coach by playing Morehead <laughs>
1: State in Murray State and Eastern Kentucky and giving them some money, and like, there's so to be said for that. But you don't have to do it for three games. Just do it. for
0: Yeah, one. you do it for one. That's all you need. That's everyone. It's like it's like the saving the environment thing. Just just everyone do a little bit each themselves. It'll all come out. And also, guess what? You can still play that game and play Louisville. It's possible. Yeah, play them. Play a
1: Sunbelt school, play us. Boom, done. Um, all right, we, we got to go to break. When we come back, 5 o'clock hours on the way. We'll get more excited for the Super Bowl. Maybe we can talk a little bit about Miami, but probably not. And then we'll make predictions at the end of the hour. We want to hear more from you on the text line as well at 502-414-1450. It's the Mike Rutherford Show. Coming your way, hour number three, after the break on 1450, the Big
0: X. And only for once i take our chances and roll you can be my four-leaf clover Starting over
1: Love the way you like I can't, I can't you.
0: tell you what it really is now, Is this a Rihanna song tell or, tell or what it is Eminem song? Like, and right now it's a still night this was like the first Rihanna right. song I knew of And I thought fight, I like this song I think it's an Eminem song Now she does have another I'm version of it right. right. without Eminem like Is that what it is? Yeah you It's called The Way You Like I Love The Way You Like Okay And not T.O. but like number two And I listened and it's not I mean it's not bad It's got the same hook it's just, I, I'll take, I'll take him. In. What if him name comes in and like makes an appearance? and does this. It could happen. I, That'd be cool. The one that
1: everybody's saying that they think it's going to be Jay Z with her doing Umbrella, which makes more sense to end. Yeah, but this is a better song. <laughs> uh,
0: it's
1: okay. She could also do a song with Drake. She had a bunch of what's, what's my name with Drake. She had a few
0: with what's him. Happening? Could happen. I mean, she's collabed with a lot of people, so. Most people do don't they, nowadays. Like you can't. That's like the, the days of like a rare duet from like the 80s and 90s are just gone. Like everyone has to do everything with everyone now, featuring. You hate it so much. It does. It annoys me.
1: Back in my day when Debbie Boone was doing something. There are no, not enough Debbie Boones these days.
0: <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know to, to get a James Taylor and, uh, you know, Debbie Harry together or something. I don't, I don't, I don't, now it's just like every day. Why do I have
1: James Taylor playing the halftime show? I'd go see that. I like, I like James Taylor. Uh, welcome in hour number three here of the Rutherford Show on 1450 and 96.1 The Big X. Hopefully your Super Bowl weekend is off and racing. We've got TK in studio, which means that we're. it's looking more and more like he's not going to make the trip to Phoenix. But it, you know, I, I never know with Trevor. He's an enigma. He could get out of here. And like two hours lit from now, I could get a text and be like, I'm doing it. I'm going. I'm on my way. Assuming that he doesn't, I'm very curious to hear. He's, we've got a lot of people here. I don't know what's going on. Somebody, somebody has summoned Trevor to the other room. Which doesn't help what I was about to ask. I don't know what's going on. We have a lot of people here today. He's coming back now. Hold on. I've got to, I've got to know what happened. There's kids here today too. What was, what was, what was that
0: all about? I'm sorry. I, thought, I assumed you were raising the yeah. barn because every time you go to the, you use the bathroom, where you go during the breaks, you never close the door when you come back in. Oh, sorry. sorry. The door doesn't close. Well, you can pull it up though. Oh, I think it mattered. I thought. Like, it, yeah, it like, it's, it's like barely closes
1: anyway. It, it does make us. It makes still okay. a bit difference. Sorry, that's right. my fault. My apologies.
0: you raised the barn. I got to get up now. Okay, well. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't, yeah, I didn't mean to. Like, just, I thought somebody was like summoning you because they were mad about something. No, like that. It's just, was it just I wasn't. Mean, and normally, I guess it really doesn't matter because normally no, no one's ever here. There are people here today. Yeah, and there are people out there just doing the copy machine and stuff. So. Gotcha. Uh, my question was going to be this. Sorry. Because
1: you are, let's assume for the sake of assuming that you're not going to go to Phoenix. This okay. is a big game. Second Eagles Super Bowl of your life. Third. Third Eagles Super Bowl of your life.
0: Yeah. Fourth second over. Second one
1: that they might win. Yeah.
0: They could have won the first one, too.
1: In this, I know that you don't typically care about like watching the game by yourself or like having the right move. You, you said you, you know, you've watched games before with L and UK with UK fans and all this stuff. This one though, do you have to be like in the right mindset, or are you going Yeah, have to I don't be want to be Yeah,
0: don't don't. I'm turning my phone off. You're gonna be a Kelsey Manor all by yourself. Yeah, don't just, just fully focused. Don't bug me. Yeah.
1: The bigger question now, though, what's the food choice? You're big on food. Ooh. You. You're big on food decisions. Like every day during the show, yeah. the 4 30 break, like, what am I going to eat? You you weigh your options, you weigh your choices. This is a big meal selection for
0: you. This is. Um, and I got to be. The I, I, thing is, I don't want. I, I'm still going to stay away from like still spicy stuff a little bit. Now, that, it makes it a little bit challenging. It is because automatically, I'm not going to lie, the first thing I pop in my head is get me some nachos from salceritas. Okay. I was thinking wings. I, I've never been a big wing guy. Surprises me. I'm more of a, like, if for, for me, the Super Bowl meal, I'm thinking like nachos, queso, um, sausage balls, like, bar, like, uh, uh, our meatballs, like a little barbecue sauce on them. Um, cut up hot dogs and barbecue sauce. Always a favorite of mine, but you know, get too picked, Eat some, eat some barbecue hot dogs. Um, kind of white trashy, but uh, you know, Hey, what can I say? Uh, that, that's the kind of, that, that's what I'm kind of thinking. That's, that's some of like, maybe some, Maybe just some, some finger foods, some salami sliced up, put them on some crackers and cheese. That's that's kind of where I'm going. Snack foods in general. If you'd like to be the official
1: provider of TK's Super Bowl watch party, he
0: can make that happen.
1: I mean, I might you just send him food.
0: I because i, I, I do not to get too spicy. They're not they're not over spicy. I'm i thinking I might end up doing uh, some sauce. Problem is, I don't think they're open on Sundays, So now I think about it. No, they are. Are they? At, at least they, they used to be. They're hours. I mean, because they, they, they closed close early. At, on, yeah, Sunday. they close early at 8 o'clock on, during the week. I, mean, I think it's like 7.30 on Sunday. Okay. Because we, like, we had a run the, about a
1: year ago where like several Sundays in a row we got Salsaritas. It's and good. then I got an email at the end of the year that said I had or, I was in the top like 1% of online orders for Salsaritas, <laughs> which was kind of a wake-up call. I'm like, this is,
0: this is too much salsa. I thought the fact that your jeans wouldn't click in the front was the wake-up call well, at that yeah, point. Yeah, that too. I, uh, I, and the also the thing is, though, if I do it, though, I'm, I'm eating, like, I don't want to be eating when the game... I don't like eating during the game. Like, anytime I go to a sporting event, or event in general, I almost always get, like, a souvenir drink, as I've mentioned. I have an obsession. And I always get, like, a hot dog or two, you know, depending on, you know, how hungry I am. And I always see them before everything gets going. Even when I went to the last two Bowl, you know, got a couple souvenir cups, got a couple hot dogs, you know, but I ate them before kickoff. I don't, I'm not a big fan of, like, eating while I'm watching the game. I don't want to... I'm. Yeah. And that's not I'd rather just I'd rather get good get a good meal in me. Maybe halftime I might grab a snack because they're extended halftime and I'm not really watching the concert. Yeah. But yeah, during the game, no eat. Just pretty much chain smoking, right and left hand cigarettes nonstop.
1: Now what's your go to move? After an Eagles win or after an Eagles loss? Are you piling on with like celebration food? Or are you piling on with celebration whatever? Are you piling on with guilt food?
0: Um Again, this is only assuming that you're watching the game here in town. There's not guilt food. If I a, a, a loss, I'm probably not going to eat. You're just done. I get depressed. You're going yeah. to sleep. I'll get slightly depressed, especially in a game of this magnitude. Uh, I won't go to sleep, but I'll be, I'll probably go on Madden and Video put, games. put it on as easy as I can and beat the living sleep out of Kansas City. <laughs> Therapeutic. It, it is. You know how you you know, much, not having college football the last few years has been just, just, just uh, giving me an ulcer because I can't like make revenge for it, <laughs> or college basketball for that matter. Uh, so yeah, I probably, I probably will, I I may not, if we lose, that's the thing about me with video games when I'm, I play like in the mood, that's why I only play sports games because more often not, it's just like what mood I'm in of the season. And with football season coming in, it doesn't take it out of my system, but it's kind of hard to want to play a game of Madden when your favorite team just lost the biggest game of the year. Understandable. And I'm, I'll probably end up just watching maybe chasing Amy or something to cheer me up. Sophie's Choice. No, they just did say <laughs> Sophie's Choice. Two completely different movies.
1: I was, thinking, I was thinking something sad. I know. Well,
0: that's, it's a, a rom com, but yeah. I'll um, probably watch a couple. Of, I'll probably end up watching just a few movies. That's fine. If they win, uh, actually, just same thing, except happier mood.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: But I probably wouldn't eat if we win because I'll be hungry with the munchies.
1: And if you missed it, Trevor's conference level right now seven point two. He's feeling good. He thinks the Eagles are going to win. This is—it's always hard to, I guess, rank stuff like this. But I feel like it's one of the—and I don't know this because I've never had one of my favorite teams besides the Avalanche, who are like, you know, lower on the the Rutherford fan totem pole. Yeah, I win multiple that. championships. So, you know, I always kind of wondered—you know, the Louisville 2013 title was my first. And it's it's always going to be special. It's always going to be different. And I always wonder like how the second would would stack up because I think they're always you never get sick of winning championships. They're always like kind of the same thing. But yeah. I wonder how like how different this one would feel, especially considering it was like still relatively recent when the Eagles won their last one back in 2017.
0: It's still going to mean something, of course. I'm still probably going to tear up a little bit. I mean, I I teared up when we won the first one. I'll probably get the goosebumps and chills and. I mean, I still, I still rewatch the 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 one I was at. I I get goosebumps and chills from still watching it. I mean, God love you, I love you, Corey Clement, and you know. So I just Brandon Graham, Brandon Graham, yeah, Strip sack. I mean, <laughs> I've got, I've got, I've got the, I've got the the eleven by fourteen uh, a full uh, transcript of Jason Kelsey's speech at the parade. I think hanging if, in my room. I mean, that's I, So I will probably, if we win this one. And I don't go to Super Bowl. Do I go to the parade instead? Ooh. No, I'm not doing I can't do that. If they win, I know what needs to happen, though.
1: You need to go like live on Facebook Live. I don't wanna... Or you need to like, send it. You do, it, at the very least, post a celebratory video on like, your Twitter.
0: Everybody does that stuff.
1: I mean... People want to hear you celebrate. People want to see you celebrate. They want to see your mindset after your favorite team wins the, the biggest game of Monday? all time. No, we want to see a video. It's Sunday night. Instantaneous reaction is the name of the game.
0: It's kind of, it'd be underwhelming, probably. Doesn't matter. People
1: want to see the content. Emergency podcasts always do better than normal podcasts. Doesn't matter if the content's better with the normal
0: one. People want instant reaction. It's the name of the game. I mean, I did it for the first Super Bowl, though. You can go back and watch that stuff. Well, I want it again. Give the best, like, is at the end when, when we won, I'd start randomly hugging people in Philadelphia items and clothing. I did the uh, Tommy Boy line. I was like, this would be so much more or less awkward if we knew each other.
1: Yeah, that's the way it's supposed <laughs> to be. <laughs> Texas said, of all the Kevin Smiths out there, chasing Amy is by far the least positive or upbeat. It's also my
0: favorite movie. It's appropriate if you lose. It's a brilliant movie. Watch something else if you win, though. You've you never seen it, though, have you? I have not. It's ben Affleck, Joy Laurie Adams. You she- told me about it. Yeah.
1: Texas, no cheesesteaks for the Super Bowl? Yeah, you've. Oh, I wonder if Barry's
0: is going to be open on Sunday.
1: Oh, I guarantee it is. Barry's is going to get avalanched though.
0: Yeah, and that's not a, that's not a good thing because even they'll run out of they'll run out of food at like noon. You know what else is a really good? That's st- the only place in Louisville I've ever driven out of my way to go get food. Barry's is great. I love Barry. he's like got, he's from Philly. He's like, have you ever met him? I have not. He's a really nice. I mean, maybe I don't know. He's always there cooking. It. Usually, he's a really nice guy. He's from Philly. You know, he's had a rough life, and he. Turned his life around to, to do this, and, and he's done a great job. I'll tell you as an underrated
1: cheesesteak, and you wouldn't believe this. Cafe 360, the Hookah Bar on Bar Road. Very good
0: cheesesteak. Really? Highly recommend I mean, I had the chicken cheesesteak from Jersey Mike's last night. Jersey Mike's would not, not my go to for, for. Oh, for cheesesteak? No, it's <laughs> high quality cheese. It's, no, it's, it's your run of the mill generic cheesesteak. We
1: were talking about cheesesteaks last night because Mary was listening to the show, and she's like, I didn't know you liked I was like, yeah, I love cheesesteak. She's like, but you don't like Penn Station that much. I'm like, well, that's not like a cheesesteak. I mean, that's, that's like
0: Subway exactly it's like getting a burger at mcdonald's yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's, it's not the same thing i mean don't get me wrong it's not bad exactly but, but like if you're gonna like compare it to like actually a like, good cheese thing it's like saying i'm gonna get a pizza i'm gonna get a, and, uh, you're comparing Papa. i'm johns gonna go get to, me a new york slice <laughs> i'm mean, like comparing papa john's to like bear nose i mean they're two different you know one's middle class and one's upper class yeah authentic and berries is berries is great berries is close to like from what i've gotten in philadelphia myself as you'll get Texas I need TK
1: video in Philly of him slotting down a, a, a street light pole he oh, be wouldn't be a long
0: slide I'm not getting that high up that thing that's me
1: you'd be one of the guys like breaking the the, the bus station seat like, like the last one where they they got up on the glass and just shattered it <laughs> when they won the NFC title <laughs> Philly fans man I was crazy. there for that game they get after it they love it no I mean this was like a couple weeks ago oh well, for that one no no that one up no. Texas there they are they already greasing the poles in Philly Lol. I mean, the, the, hide, your, hide your police horses. Uh, Texas the advice. Anytime your team is playing for a title, have a bottle of champagne chilled. If you win, go outside and spray it. Pour it over your head like you are
0: in the clubhouse locker room. I totally agree with that. I have a bottle of champagne that's still unopened in, in my house that I'm addressing. You need to make that happen. It was given to me uh, by uh, Terry Walker Sr. when when Sports Talker I think, had its third year anniversary. His dad gave me and, him and TJ each a bottle of like champagne. I've never opened mine.
1: So when the when the, the this is how pathetic life was as a as a, has been as a Reds fan,
0: <laughs> when the Reds clinched the the Central Division in
1: twenty I guess twelve, or no it was the I guess the twenty ten team. Jay Bruce hit a walk off home run to to seal the game and to seal the division. Mm. Like we had champagne ready, we were over at Danny's. Like he lived in an apartment at this time, and like we all like went outside. And like we popped it. Like we're spreading it. Away. And like one, I'll call, I'll call him out right now. One of our buddies, Rob. He like he's like I can't figure out how to do it. Like he, I guess he never popped champagne before. <laughs> and like he pop he like pops it it makes no noise. It, th- it doesn't go anywhere. He completely ruined the vibe the whole thing. <laughs> I was like dump champagne on. I'm like we got to pick this thing back up. But that was how we celebrated a divisional title that would eventually lead to a embarrassing sweep at the hands of the Phillies.
0: Yeah, including a no-hitter by Roy Halladay.
1: no-hitter against Roy Halladay. That same Jay Bruce yeah. whiffing on a line drive in game 2. Uh, it was just it was it was bad. And
0: that was your first post, I guess, since you'd been beaten by the, a long the, Braves time. the Braves in like 2005. Yeah, the Ron Gant team. Because
1: they went in 2010, they got swept. They underachieved in 2011. They were awesome in 2012, and then blew the two lead against the Giants, and they lost the wild card game to the, uh, the the Pirates in 2013. And they've only been back in the the fake COVID tournament since, which they they also had three total hits in two games.
0: See, that was my first championship. Was the Blue Jays technically? I mean, I guess I mean Louisville in '86, but I don't remember. I mean, Same, yeah. I was, I was. But one. watching, you know, and just kind of jumping on their bandwagon the year before when they would lost in the ALCS to the A's. Uh, it weren't actually a couple years before because it was in '89. The uh, and then they won at '91, '92. 90, but the uh, yeah, that was my first like excitement. But I mean, that's kind of that's that's my avalanche to you. Yeah, for sure. Like it's and yeah. lower on the totem pole for me than like the Reds and Lions and, and
1: basically any UFL team. <laughs> I mean the
0: Pacers, I. W- I'd be excited. I would really love to see him make a run, and maybe I would embrace the team that does it because I was really into the 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 Vogel team, the blue collar, gold swagger team of Roy Hibbert. That's my boy. I'm a, I'm a Roy he's, I'm a Roy boy fan. I loved me some Roy Hibbert and and and, and David West and grip like that. But it, it just it'll never match like what the, the the what I wanted with Reggie Miller and company. Me. By the way, the Avalanche got the absolute bleep kicked out of them last night Did by the they, Lightning. By the Kraken? Uh, no,
1: the Lightning. Rematch of the Stanley Cup Finals. They're playing on the ESPN. I'm like, all right, I, I rarely get to watch the Avalanche before the playoffs because they're just not on national TV. ESPN, highlight game. I'm like, I'm going to watch this thing. 4 nothing after the second period. I'm like, I'm done. Avalanche are depending on the champions. How do they not on TV more often? I mean, you have to find, like, the – because they're on, like, the regional channels. Like, they – you don't have a whole lot of – and when they have been on, they're just, they're, they
0: can't get healthy. We need they're, Landy back. Doesn't NHL on like TBS or TNT sometimes? or Sometimes.
1: Well, they have the new contract. Back. They're back with the ESPN now, most of the games. Oh, they had the NBC, NBC deal for a long
0: time. Now they're back with the ESPN.
1: Texas Cafe 360's food is only acceptable when drunk, and even then it can be iffy depending on who the cook in the back is.
0: Is that like Twig, twig and Leaf type? Got, yeah. There, yeah, I
1: should clarify. I don't know if I've ever had that Philly cheesesteak when I've been fully sober. But I got
0: thrown out of Twig and Leaf once. Did you? Yeah.
1: Apparently yeah. thinking on a
0: guy's girlfriend at the, the bar. I don't remember. Happens. <laughs> the guy got pissed. and throwing me out. I don't really remember it at all. Take says,
1: ask Trevor if his favorite cheesesteak is from Pat's or Gino's. If he
0: doesn't know, then he's got to giddy up on to Philly. I don't, I, just, I may not be a Philly expert. It may be trendy to like the – but, yes, Pat's was always my favorite. I've had Pat's, I've had Geno's, and I've had King's. We have this question every single day now.
1: How did Trevor originally become a Philly fan?
0: Eagles fan. Yeah. Not Phillies. He's an Eagles fan. Is it Philly is what he said. Philly fan. Oh, well, Not okay. Philly. Philly. Okay. I got you, my bad. Just listen, here's the thing. When you're a kid, we have all different reasons to jump on a bandwagon. I've always said if you can you can jump on a bandwagon between 8, and eight, 10, and 11, but you got to stay with them through. And I jumped on Blue Jays' bandwagon so around that age. And I didn't jump on the Eagles' bandwagon because they weren't like winning championships, clearly. I mean, I was a fan for three or four years before they even won a playoff game against the Saints, and then he got destroyed by Dallas in the Divisional. But, uh, but yeah, I was just, uh, Randall Cunningham was cool. And that mixed with just the weird, odd coincidence that my aunt gave me an Eagles t shirt. It was just, it had the old school Eagle logo with the, the you know, the one I'm wearing on my uh, sleeve. And, and, uh, it's, you know, had the had the helmet. I thought the helmet was really cool looking as a kid. It was something different, something you didn't see with the wing on it. And, you know, I just, I just thought it was awesome. It's like, I'm going to, li- I like this team and i has been a fan of them ever since. I'll back you up on that. I mean, I have a lot of. In this area,
1: how you pick your NFL team is, unless you have like a parent who was a diehard or yeah. some direct relation, it's just, it's a lot of stories like that. Like, I became a Lions fan. Just, like, I cheered. There was a, I, I liked the Eagles when I was little because Randall was the quarterback and I called him Ram Bolt. I thought he was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was a brief period when I was like four years old where I thought that the Phoenix Cardinals and the Louisville Cardinals were the, like the same yeah. thing. <laughs> and then I realized they weren't. And then I just, you know. I like how you call them the Phoenix, by the way. They were the, when I cheered for them, yeah. they were the Phoenix Cardinals. Yeah. And then I became Real a lomax a Lions fan because I loved Barry Sanders. Like the reason any kid cheered for the Lions, and I just stuck with them forever.
0: I was kind of like Lions because I was, again I like the thought that their helmet was cool too.
1: Their helmet was cool. Yeah, silver and blue was a little bit different. I, I mean, that
0: was them. one of the big things. I kind of got a Blue Jay fan because when I was you know eight or nine years old, uh, you, you saw you didn't see a lot. I mean, you just didn't see Toronto on TV. You didn't see you mostly saw local games, and on the weekends you always saw Yankees and Red Sox, or you know you saw the Reds. And, and I just remember like I think it was you know eighty eight eighty nine. It was the year they lost the A's and the ALCS, so it'd have been eighty nine. They got swept. Uh like I saw them, like they they were good, and they would get on Saturday night base or Saturday afternoon baseball, and I was just kind of like, kind of cool with jerseys. I like that, you know. I'd never seen it before, and started they had a guy named Candy Maldonado, and you know, it's like Candy Maldonado. I was like, this is I like this team, and of course, I always kind of like Dave Winfield anyway, and then he joined them the next year, and it was like, you know, my other favorite, two, of my favorite baseball players of all time are Jimmy Key and Dave Winfield.
1: I can't think of Jimmy Key without thinking about the Smith I know commercial. yes. Jimmy <laughs> Key, was he like 50? This guy sucks.
0: The worst part is, is his best years' career, career was the strike year as a Yankee. And yeah, he st- still should have won the S- Cy Young. He got robbed by David Cohn.
1: Texas Trevor, I didn't get to hear the start of the show, but you better be going. You ever hear anyone on their deathbed say, I'm glad I made that sound financial decision? No, they say that 2023 Super Bowl was badass. Do
0: it. Do it. Depends where my deathbed is. My deathbed in a nice hospital or in a, the slums because I didn't make that right financial decision. The text line is pretty split on this. You got a lot of people saying. It's easy to do when you're not dropping seven grand yourself. It's very true. A lot. And, of and I'm say, not being joking. That's about what it's going to cost probably overall After from there to there.
1: A lot of people are just saying, like, just do it. Life's too short. And a lot of people being like, maybe just spend that money on a, a nice mattress.
0: I mean, I would still do that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Texas, the last time a the Eagles won a Super Bowl, we had a massive hepatitis A outbreak in Louisville shortly afterwards. You can't convince me that Trevor didn't eat horse turds with the other repugnant Eagles fans and then caused the big Louisville hepatitis outbreak. Hide all the horse crap from Philly fans. Do you know, I do remember that story. Do you know
0: where I went after that Super Bowl? I went to Taco Bell. No. It was the only place I could find open. and like it, was, it was so loud. Le- because I was a little I mean, like they were sweeping up everything when I left that stadium. I waited until they almost kicked me out. Do you remember the story though about the guy eating horse crap?
1: No, like an Eagles fan like ate horse poop off the in the celebration, like one of the police horses. After that, the one he punched. No, it was just, he just ate horse poop. That's disgusting. It's terrible. Awful. Texas Mike, did you have a short time uh, period of time where you were a St. Louis Cardinals fan because of the Redbirds, and then switched to the Reds? I had a brief moment that when McGee, Coleman, Van like, and the gang were all here. No, I was always that makes a. Makes sense. I was always like a Red. I think as a small kid I didn't really understand like the Redbirds weren't in the MLB. Like I just was like a Redbirds fan. We went to those games. And then I actually cheered for the Braves for a little bit when I was when I was young because oh, my I dad was a Braves. Braves fan. And it was the 90s like you know they were easy. Like I was never as, as into them as I was with the Reds. I really became a Reds fan because I like, became friends with Danny and like he got I got to go to the clubhouse. Like that it was hard not to be a fan when you know they were so passionate and that's what really got me in. But yeah, I used to I used to love the Red. The funny I went to Rivers games when I was really young. And the first year I played baseball, I think I was like three or four, like T ball.
0: you were you weren't there for the, 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 the players he mentioned. That, that was more my area. I remember but, William McGee. A little bit, yeah, but 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 but, but yeah, Ben Slight that I still remember watching him play it. When I
1: when I came of age, like I remember Brian Jordan being there in the early yeah. 90s that's I, that's team that's the, that's the team I
0: got to go in the locker room and meet because my mom was dating Omar, all the berries. That's right, I remember that story. Yeah. But I remember
1: so the first like T ball practice I ever went to. I'm three or four years old, and like my mom's like you, you kind of you look sort of nervous, and we're like you know it's it's gonna be fine, and and like finally I was like, how will I like find you after the practice? And my parents like what? I'm like which door will I go out of? And like all I could think of, I thought every baseball game, every baseball practice for anybody was played at the old Cardinal Stadium because I was all I knew. Like you played (laughs) played baseball there, and mom was like, you were gonna go play at Cardinal Stadium as like a three year old. You were like yeah, I'll go out there, but. I don't know where to find you guys afterwards. I was, you know, you just, you have a different frame of reference when you're a kid.
0: And I still like the Reds because the Reds were my first favorite baseball team because my grandpa, was a big Pete Rose guy. And I loved Barry Larkin. And like I said, he took me to the Reds games, went to NLC in 90. But I just kind of just kind of had to pick my own path. And I went with the Blue Jays. Look at you. Which, weirdly enough, because like my first favorite probably basketball team was the Sixers because of Barkley. But when they traded Barkley and I never liked Iverson, I just, I actually became a big Sonics fan, like, in the late 80s. But, because I'd always get up and sneak out of my room and go but go to my den and watch, like, the TNT late-night game. And it was always, like, Portland and L.A. or Portland and Seattle. It's one of those three teams, three Three teams, basically. And uh, so I was always kind of like, I really liked Portland and Seattle a lot because I'd watch them play at night. And <laughs> this is kind of weird thing. Like, when Seattle got good, like, in 92, like, the early 90s, and everybody started jumping on their bandwagon, I was like, yeah, screw this, and... Then I went to a pacer game in, in the playoffs in '91 and was hooked.
1: Man of his own path.
0: I Trevor mean, Kelsey, a frosty inspiration.
1: <laughs> Texas, is there any doubt that if Philly wins, the headline will probably be "Hurt So Good"? Uh, some, yeah, some lazy ass. I, would, I the last like that. game I went to, I wore my "Hurt So Good" shirt. I do. You, it's, yeah. a, it's still your Facebook profile picture, I think. Is it probably? I don't. Or Twitter, one of those. Often. Yeah. Texas, Trevor, do it. I'm an Atlanta Braves fan, and I sold my World Series tickets. It's a big regret
0: of mine. Well, that didn't surprise me. Brace fans are the biggest bandwagoners of all time. They, they can't sell out any postseason. The reason I, by the way, the reason I always hated the Braves, I don't hate them as much, but I always hated them when I was a kid because they always interrupted Saturday Night WCW. It would just piss me off. <laughs> I'd be like, I don't want to watch Dale Murphy strike out. Screw that bum. I never minded it when I got to see Hawks and Hawks games though. I used to love that.
1: Texas, if you're going to be reckless with seven K, just put seven K on the Eagles to win and pay for next year's early. You can book better and nicer placers in advance, uh, places in advance for less,
0: unless it's just because it's the Eagles that are Ooh, playing. I, I Something tells me you probably can't, because next year's already established and it's in Vegas.
1: Yeah, that's going
0: to be tough. I already knew that. I, I, that's the thing I thought to myself. If I'm going to go to a Super Bowl, it's definitely going to be next year. Next year's prices are going to be out the wazoo. That's still a phrase. For sure.
1: Okay. Uh, Scooter Dingus is weighed in, by the well, way. Up Scoots. Scoot says, "I'm on team. Don't do it. There will be other much closer Super Bowls in the near future."
0: This is the man who blew a whole lottery ticket winning. <laughs> <laughs> he might know a thing or two about maybe being more responsible with the money. Uh, <laughs> I, I asked, "What the, what's the did he uh, did?" Watched a lot of Tampa Bay Lightning games from right there, at, uh, right there at rinkside, and he basically was Marlins man. He was like he, Lightning man. He spent like a year, a couple of years, just basically living the high life, and you can't really blame a guy. Because especially with you gotta remember when he when that happened to him he was in his like early twenties mid twenties none of us will know how it is to fly that high yeah if I'd won that in my mid twenties I wouldn't have any more but still either scuds forty year old Trevor though was thinking like. Down the line, like retirement, already AARP, that you know, like crap.
1: Got medical bills to pay now. We're we're old. That's wow. the way it works. Let's take a break when we come I'm, back. Old, I wouldn't say they we have successfully. <laughs> we have successfully not talked one word about Louisville, Miami, outside of saying that we're trying not to talk about Louisville, Miami. Beetlejuice, don't say it three times. It'll happen. We'll take more text. We'll get some finality on Trevor's weekend plans, and then we'll make our predictions for this weekend's games, including the Super Bowl. All that coming your way. Final segment up next here on the Rutherford Show on fourteen fifty, the Big X.
0: My own Just gonna stand
1: there and watch me burn. But that's alright because I like the way it hurts. Just.
0: E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles!
1: Whose fight song is that? that The Chiefs? Your mic's off. That was the Philadelphia Orchestra. Philadelphia
0: Eagles? Can't play our second other fight song. (laughs) Too many (laughs) F-bombs in it. Welcome back in. Final segment here. Only in Philly does your fight song have F-bombs in it.
1: Pre-Super Bowl weekend Rutherford Show edition here. As Trevor Kelsey gets ready for the biggest weekend of his sports life. The Eagles taking on the Chiefs. Super Bowl. What year is this? 50?
0: uh, We were 52. This is 57.
1: 57 in Phoenix. He's probably not going to the game. Probably. Not a for sure thing. There's still time to change his mind. He could still just choose on a whim two hours from now to hop in the car and make the trip. We'll see what happens. We'll keep you updated this weekend on our social media channels. Let's check the prices right now real quick. Look at it right now. Let's figure out what's going on. Uh, we've been talking today. We've been trying to avoid basketball talk for as much as possible. We did talk about the UFL women's team's 10-point win at Virginia last night. Uh, we talked about the SEC expanding to include Oklahoma and Texas a year earlier than expected. Now with this, uh, this TV rights deal from the Big 12 has reached, what does that mean for the Louisville-Kentucky rivalry? Could this be the last year that we play the battle for the Governor's Cup game? We've been talking about that, and we've been just typical nonsense. We've been having a good time. Um Text line is 502-414-1450. You got about twenty minutes to get your thoughts in if you would like them heard on today's show. What's the word, TK?
0: Uh Still the it's not, dro- still not dropping thirty four. Yeah, not dropping, and that's that's still end zone. I was I thought I would check to see because I always do the, the one ticket search. I thought maybe I'll do two and just see if it. Anything else cheaper comes up, and I can guilt you to going in with me, maybe. Yeah, but uh,
1: no, it's still the same. Yeah, I don't. I don't really get the chance to have like an impromptu weekend away these days. It's not.
0: Oh, I mean, I can, We can just like say a you or something. Okay, that, that would
1: be how to have to go. Like, <laughs> you have to risk jail time if I was able to get away. All right, TJ Walker texted in earlier. I missed this uh, last hour when we were talking about the L UK rivalry potentially going away. Yeah, and the geographic rivals. He had he had points for both of us. He said, "Trevor, U doesn't play any of its geographical rivals besides
0: U K. So please spare us on who else U K. needs to play regionally." I agree. That's a bad thing. I'm with TJ on that. I I wish I wish I could debate. I wish we played Cincinnati. We are playing Indiana this year. Yeah, I'd rather play Cincinnati, but yeah, I agree. I agree with TJ. I, that's not right. We should play more.
1: He says, "Secondly, Mike, you're right. A large chunk of U K. fans does not want to drop the game. Mitch and Stoops don't either. Mitch has successfully, for now, led the charge to keep the SEC at eight games." We all know that will eventually change, but part of the reason he's fighting hard for it to stay at eight is it won't have to be considered. I I do know that he's doing that. So
0: you say Mitch is pro keeping Louisville? Mitch
1: Mitch has been trying to keep the schedule, the SEC schedule at eight games because I think he wants to keep Louisville on the schedule. The issue is if it goes to nine, why can't he still keep Louisville on the schedule? That's my issue. You can still play. You don't need to play three nobodies. Play us. Play two nobodies. Preserve the rivalry. Like you said, South Carolina, if the, if the if the schedule expands to nine conference games, they're not going to drop Clemson, and they have more reason to drop Clemson than Kentucky has to drop us. Yeah, I agree. I, I, just think, I, I get that Mitch is trying to fight for eight games, but the question is, he's going to lose that battle. Like They're going to go to a nine-game conference schedule. What happens then? And he has not come out and said defi- definitively, we're never going to drop Louisville. We're always going to play the battle for the Governor's Cup. It matters that much to us. It matters that much to the state, the fan bases on both sides, all that stuff. He has fallen short of saying that, which makes, I think, Fans on both sides nervous that it's not going to happen. Texas says the Eagles will lose if Trevor doesn't go.
0: Quite possibly.
1: Also says Eminem would be a better coach. I don't know if he means – I'm assuming that's a little men's basketball <laughs> reference, but
0: I don't know. I'm not am not going to say dependably no to that.
1: Texas Mike, I was really ch- – you uh, almost got me. Uh-oh. Almost what did he almost me. get
0: you to say? Uh, something that's not funny. Uh-oh. We, the story that we
1: talked about earlier. Texas rumor that the rumor is that the girl who is destroying the Louisville program from the inside goes by only one name. <laughs> the name is Jan. <laughs> Poor Jan. It's not Jan. <laughs> Jan's positive. She's just she's not that positive. She's just she's <laughs> she's a positive fan. She just yeah. We love Jan. Texas, what about the Perf Center? If we name the keeper center of the Perf Center, could we get Purvis to stop hating us? I did like your perv dorm reference. <laughs> Just lean into it. Just lean into it. You go for it. Perv arena. <laughs> that I thought the TK was making a StubHub deal live on air and buying tickets. I would like to. People need to
0: be quick me so greedy.
1: We got to get rid of the.
0: Plus, well, they still so won't tell me the fees it on too. If I if I pick one of these tickets,
1: which should be illegal. Like that's I, I saw Think- that I I didn't watch any of the State of the Union because. I'm not gonna watch the State of the Union. I didn't know what was but going I, on. I heard that Biden did make it a point to like talk about. They call it like sludge fees, like these these hidden fees that airlines use and that Ticketmaster uses and all this stuff. Where like you 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 should not be able to just add on fees for no reason that you don't see until you're about to like
0: have the final yeah, checkout. Like that, I, that should be illegal. Listen, I get I get fees. I'm not a problem with that. I mean, just nobody does anything for free. But I mean. Like they used to have an option on StubHub, I could swear they did. I honestly, I, I when I bought like the last time I went to Super Bowl, like there was the on in the filter option, like you could click on it and it would show you prices plus fees. Yeah, and like I even googled to see if I was like just high and forgot this just, just made this up in my mind. But there's like an option that says you can go there, and, but they—I guess they took it off, or there's no. And I can't imagine they're not. There's no fees. I mean, it's such a kick in the junk. Like, because there's not like it's not like given like ten dollar fee. It's like it's like percentage of how much the ticket. Is. And it's always a huge hike. Like we we bought yeah. tickets
1: for like Nate Bargatze. Like when
0: they, I like the pre sale, I
1: got in there as early as I could. I'm thinking we're getting a great deal here. And then you you check out, and it's like 125 dollars more than it is on the page before. Mm-hmm. It's just outrageous. And, and
0: Ticketmaster's just, not everyone does it. It's not just StubHub. They do
1: They're the worst though. Like they've been. And I think they're going to make a move for that to be illegal. Like you shouldn't just have these hidden fees that only pop up at the very end. It's outrageous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Texas, be honest, Trevor. You aren't going this year because you know that you're going to go next year.
0: Oh, I definitely wouldn't go next year. I, I it, No. You wouldn't go to Vegas? That would, be, that would be one of those rare occasions I'd go to, to Vegas, but not actually even go to the, maybe go to the game. Even then, I mean, hotels in Vegas that weekend are going to be just monstrous. The good news is there's a ton of them, though. There is. Like, they're well-suited to host an event like this. And you can... I mean, you would... I wouldn't be... I would probably... I mean, the Mirage, I believe, is what's next to the to the, to the Death Star. It's uh, right across the street next to T-Mobile Arena. And, uh, like, I, I wouldn't be able to... No, it's Mandarin the Bay. Mandarin Bay. That's the, the hotel that's okay. connected to it. It's Mandarin Bay. Not Mirage. Excuse me. See, so I've, I've been there. Um, but, I mean, I would... You'd have to stay, like, way on the other side of the city, probably, to get a decent rate. I mean... And, I mean, I mean I'm... Being fast and loose with the term decent. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you're talking about a weekend, also. Like, is there, for example, there, there are, there's, there's casinos in Phoenix, in the Phoenix area. There's mm-hmm. at least three, and i that's one of the first places I like search in hotel room wise because apparently, when you like search hotel rooms now, the the option of offering of smoking rooms is not even an option to even look for. Yeah, Trevor, they're not gonna let you smoke many places these days. I but. know, and that's why I like rooms with balcony because that's the modern day smoking room is the balcony room. Okay. And, but 99% of the time, casinos still offer smoking rooms. Okay. So I, that's kind of like, I was like, well, let me take, of course, the casino rooms there are like $600, $700 a night. Cause on on top of being Super Bowl weekend, it's a weekend. Mm-hmm. And if you've ever been to Vegas, you've been to Vegas, right? I have. Okay. Like you're going to spend three times as much on a weekend on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday than you would any other day of the week. No, regardless of a, of a big event or not. So, you need the Super Bowl
1: to be like an Indy. Oh, God, that would be so awesome. Where are the future now that, slides I, after that?
0: I, I think it's it's Vegas, then Dallas again, and then I want to say Atlanta, and then I don't think it's decided after that. So, it's New Orleans after, New Orleans. after okay. Vegas. I'm sorry. Okay, New Orleans. I thought it was
1: Dallas for some reason. And that's apparently it. Oh, is that all they have? That's all we know. They haven't announced anything after that,
0: I mean, New Orleans wouldn't be as bad. New Orleans was very. New Orleans is great for stuff like that. Yeah, Atlanta would be awful. And you could drive to New Orleans. There's a good chance, I mean, they're building that dome down in Nashville. Hmm. There's a very good chance they could get one when that stadium's built. All right. And yeah, that'd be nice. Isn't that, that they're building a dome down there? Isn't that what they're doing? I have no idea. Pretty sure they are. It's going to be built in like three years. No or idea. am I thinking of. No clue. I mean, I know Buffalo's building one too. Texas, that settles it, Trevor.
1: Put 7K on the Eagles.
0: I won't. I won't do seven k, but I might put a large chunk on it just on the money line if I don't go. If you don't go, yeah, money line only. I'm not. Dating, I'm not. Chancing
1: the spreads. Well, you would be favored? So yeah, you yeah. But now we were getting points. I would take yeah. it. But yeah. Terry says, uh, "What about the people that already sent you Venmos?"
0: I mean, I consider that like the eighty bucks back. I mean, yeah. It really wasn't a whole lot. I hate to tell you. I mean, I feel bad. I mean, thank you. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan. Do you want your dollar back? <laughs> <laughs> <I>
1: mean, <laughs> Texas, do you think Rummage and Maven regret bullying the fan base into accepting Kenny Payne as the head coach instead of considering other candidates? You, don't, you can't. You can't pin this whole thing on, on Stephen Marcus.
0: Yeah, I was. Thinking, that's kind of like really.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think. I mean,
0: just because they were in favor of it doesn't. I wouldn't say they were bullying people. No, I mean they were. If they were in favor of it, I mean.
1: I was not on fa- in favor. Of it. I think you were, would were you, more my did, team. Did I bully people for the Braum hire?
0: Yeah. If it, if, it, if it fails, it's your fault. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Is it, it, If Braum doesn't work out, which I know it won't, it will work out because he walks on water and you know turns wine into water into wine. But did, it, would it be my fault that I bullied everyone into wanting Brom as long with me? I mean, yeah. Texas, we're all
1: one more season away from collectively selecting an NBA team to cheer for together. Welcome to the Rutherford Show on 96.1. You're home for the Oklahoma City Thunder.
0: I would never root for the Thunder. This is, that's the former—that's that's who stole the Sonics from Seattle, and I still like Seattle, so yeah, screw
1: the Thunder. Don't make me re- get really into the NBA. Like We need Louisville, bas- we need Louisville basketball back sooner. Yeah. I can't—I uh, don't want to do the that. The
0: NBA doesn't have a very good fan base for, per team, though. It's uh, the, the NBA, like itself, has always been more of a player league.
1: Like, I, Yeah, I, I was going to say, I felt like if I was going to get really into the NBA— I would just kind of be cheering for, like, Donovan Mitchell or yeah, something. The NBA's always yeah.
0: been kind of like that. I mean, that Stern built the league around stars, and it's been going that way ever since. There was a brief period where I cheered for the Jazz
1: just because it pissed people off because I knew everybody hated the Jazz so much. So I was like, But I never, like, followed the Jazz. I'd pay attention to how they did in the playoffs, but I was never. I was a bad Jazz. I, mean, I don't know, own one piece of Jazz attire or anything like that. I think I had a Jazz t-shirt.
0: I, cause I, have a, I don't have a team. I mean, I'm a Pacer fan, and and but I, there's the NBA is closest to NHL I would be. There's never been... Other than Knicks, I have no ill will towards any team in the NBA. just the. Well, I don't like the Bulls as much either, but mostly the Knicks. Knicks is the team I like. The only team I really hate. I sent you that '98 preview. Of the the, the oh,
1: no, yeah. which is crazy. They used Rapunzel by Dave Matthews. I didn't. Even, I wouldn't even know what that is in an intro for the Pacers Knicks Eastern Conference Finals, 90s. which is hilarious. Yeah, we blew them out. I went to Game Two of that series. It was. I was like, who who made this? So, apparently, I saw Matt Norlander was like. Under the Table in Dreaming had just come out. I'm sure one of the producers was like really into it. I'm like, that's it's still, it just it does not fit the image of that game.
0: I also went to two games against the Bulls in that 98 you know, Eastern Conference final. Did you really? Yeah. I knew you went to a few. I saw him play the Knicks, Magic, and Bulls in EC, ECF. That's pretty cool. And I've also seen him play the, the Heat in ECF as well.
1: Terry said, We got a private jet waiting for TK at SDF. It needs to be at private hangars by 7 p.m. Tonight? Yeah. Uh, uh, that's it. green at nine o'clock. We got a jet? Got a jet waiting for you. Sweet. Texas, let's get real. UK only wants to stay at eight games because with nine, they'll have some five and seven years. Keeping Louisville on the schedule is the excuse. And if it goes to nine, like y'all said, they could keep Louisville, but they're scared they'll come into the game five and six. Well, yeah, I mean, they want to win games. Like, that's clearly. Like, that's that's what that's all about. You've got it in Soup's contract. He gets a bonus if he wins seven. Yeah, they want to go make sure they're still going to bowl games. You can have this. We've been to so many bowl games in so many years streak going. Like, that's, yeah. Winning is cool. But heard rivalries that. are also cool. Winning is cool. Beating a rival is cooler. Texas, will there be more points scored in the Super Bowl or by Louisville versus Miami? Oh. I, originally, I thought it was, like, in Louisville versus Miami. I'm like, well, Miami scores a ton. But yeah, I all the question. I was like, I'm going to oh. go
0: Louisville scores the Super Bowl only – that's a bad, If it had been a Virginia game, we would we would be really talking about this. Miami's... Because we can still drop 50 on Miami. I don't think you're going to see a team... Now, combined score or do you say individual? Just Louisville. Combined score of the Super Bowl teams versus how many points Louisville Ooh, scores that against might be Miami. Because I think Louisville's going to score in the 50s, probably mid to early, late, early 50s. Miami's not great
1: defensively. No, but what would we score against we the last are time?
0: 56? 53. Yeah.
1: I mean, we always score in the 50s. Yeah, recently. Well, we scored seventy-eight against Florida State. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's great.
1: Uh, I mean, we needed we need eighty-one. The though. only reason why I may say us is because I think Miami's going to score a ton on us. Like this could be, they may just stop playing the second half, and we can a, a game that should have had us scoring like fifty-five could have us scoring like seventy just because they've quit. Well, Pittsburgh
0: stopped playing too; and we still couldn't score. But Pitt, but Pitt's a good defensive team. Miami's not. Yeah, I, it's going to be close though. I think I think we're going to be in the 50, 60s, doesn't. and. Not spoiler. This I'm, is a close. This is a good. This is a good yeah, question. That's not a bad one. That that's going to be very close. Because I think the Super Bowl combined score is going to be like in the thirties. I'm so. not trying
1: to be a hater. I think it's. I think it's Super Bowl. I think this. I think the total is like 68. In the Super Bowl. I think we score
0: like 64. I mean, I, I don't think you're off on that by much. I think you're about. I. I it's about where I would pick too. Sad. Texas says they're giving TK Jets. <laughs> is that a reference?
1: Yeah, remember how We always talk about that when they, like the people are oh, yeah, recruiting yeah. weekends.
0: They're giving them jets. I feel like I wouldn't get a jet. I'd get a balloon, like a hot air balloon.
1: Would you take the hot a hot air balloon to Phoenix?
0: How long would that take? A long time. I mean, that would take a while, right? I mean, it's a twenty five hour drive, so it's probably about a four hour, three to four hour flight straight through. <laughs> Can you map quest balloon directions?
1: <laughs> get the GPS. Can I get a hot air balloon translation? <laughs> first of all would you do it would you take a hot air balloon to phoenix would you be in a hot air balloon for say 24 hours Uh,
0: am i going to get in trouble for dumping out yes on people as i'm flying by No, you you can do that okay then i don't know how are you googling it i'm trying i'm so sad i don't don't think this is going to turn up i don't even know what to say like
1: Hot air balloon distance from Louisville to Phoenix. I'm gonna see if it comes up. with How
0: long? Yeah, how long would it take? You're gonna get hot air balloon like ride. I know. Ride it's, now. now,
1: my targeted ads are gonna be all hot, hot air balloons, balloons. Yeah. On Instagram, Mary's gonna think you're planning some romantic <laughs> yeah, getaway for Valentine. She's night. gonna be like,
0: he's really, he's been looking at at at, 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 at trailers and, <laughs> and hot air balloons and. Oh my! He's gonna take me on a hot air balloon flight. You're no, gonna no. show up with like a box of candy you got for a free fill up at Thornton. There's there's nothing about the how well, how think. what's what's the speed of a miles per hour a hot air balloon goes? I don't know how fast do hot air. We're, we're reading too much into this. We're because it's seventeen hundred miles to Phoenix. One thousand seven hundred twenty to be. Exact. It looks like the longest you can go is
1: not that. I don't think you can go that far. Didn't Joe Dirt flew that far when he got caught in the balloon? He may have. But it looks like the, the the record was, like, the distance from Louisville to Phoenix by plane is 1,506 miles. It looks like the record in a hot air balloon is, like, 1,060 miles. So you may have to come down. <laughs> 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 Can anybody make this happen? Can anybody facilitate TK flying? Okay, Google
0: search yeah. of how fast does hot air balloons go. They travel a roughly of between eight and ten miles an hour. Yeah, but in like above air
1: translation, that's like fifty miles an hour. I'm just joking. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <like? laughs>
0: so if it, take, if it takes twenty five <laughs> hours to get there at a rate of roughly seventy miles an hour driving, leave right now. Go. I don't even know if I'd make it.
1: Get a balloon outside Big X Studios in the parking lot. Like the triple
0: about to kick off. They got the, the roof open. Here comes Trevor <laughs> floating above. Hey! <laughs> you land on the field and then walk up to like your top row seats. I'd be like the 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 the, the goober that landed in the boxing match between the Field and Tyson. <laughs> oh God, Balloon Boy! You be the new you be the new Balloon Guy. Parachute Guy, yeah, Parachute
1: Guy. Texas, if the Eagles make a Super Bowl in Indianapolis, TK can stay at my place free of charge. There you go. Well, I mean. I would just go up to the day of the game and come back. I mean, and we've got listeners who, the, the sad thing in all this is the the kids are the victims here. This the, the I'm, kids, I'm not going to lie. This is, was my biggest
0: problem with choosing maybe not to go. They're
1: missing out on a, a TK inspirational speech for the ages. Can I do a, like a telecom on Monday with them or something? It's not going to hit the same. I know. Maybe we can make that happen though.
0: Just, just letting down the children again. And they are our future. You could have saved two I of these should, kids. I need to teach them well and show them the way.
1: Terry says, TK, start walking now. You'll get to the Death Star Stadium in just in time for the
0: Vegas Super Bowl next year. <laughs> One of my fours, Gump. <laughs> that place is awesome, by the way. Have you been? Yeah. Well, I've, I've, been, I've never got to a game, but I've, dri- I've driven by it and I've been inside it. It's awesome. Looking it looks out. so weird from the outside. It's so, because it's round. the express. The worst part about it for them is that it's not like if you're coming, just for example, it'll be on your right and it's Giant black stadium. It looks just awesome. And right across street is again like the new the T Mobile Arena. It looks like total garbage. Really, and it's still relatively new. The basketball arena. Yeah, they host a
1: bunch of conference tournaments. Though.
0: Yeah, and it's it's. I mean, I'm sure it's nice, but the outside of it looks just like total garbage compared really? to the. Yeah, I feel almost bad for it. Because they have they have the Pac-12. <clears throat> excuse
1: me, the Pac-12 and the WCC tournaments yeah. are both there, and they're
0: both connected to that Mandarin Bay place. Yeah, is that right?
1: All right, I guess it's time That's for AEW.
0: AEW does their uh, annual pay per view out there. I guess it's time for predictions, so Okay. We'll do basketball first.
1: Because, look, honestly, we did three full hours. We really didn't talk about this game at all. No, we, we tried to avoid it as best as possible. Which makes me happy? sadly happy. But yeah. 7 o'clock, ACC Network. I the 7 o'clock tip-off just is such a punch in the... <laughs> Cars on the road taking on a number 19-ranked Miami team. You know you're bad when you don't want a primetime spot. I do, I want to get it over with. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's, it's right during,
0: but the game at 11 a.m. It's right during <laughs> bedtime.
1: What are, what are we doing? Just, you know, come on. Let me have a nice Saturday night without having this affect my mood deep into the night. Uh, Miami has won three in a row. They're coming off of an 81-59 to trouncing of Duke on Big Monday. They also beat Clemson over the weekend, 78-74. Ken Palm projects an 86-63 to victory for the Hurricanes. My guess is we are
0: going to be a... 21-point underdog, probably 22.
1: I mean, it's going to be... I remember, the spread is going to be... It may be the biggest underdog we've ever been in a game. Because I know, cause I know when we we're Kelly like, on that one. Kelly, I remember we were like seventeen point dogs in one game this year. I remember it was like the second or third most lopsided line that we've been on the you know, the wrong end of. Uh, it's this is a game that is has the potential to get just as ugly as, as Tuesday's game against Pitt did, if not uglier. Miami's a better team than Pitt. They lit us up once already this year. They are riding high. They're playing for a high seed in the NCAA tournament. We are clearly not riding high.
0: I Prediction, Trevor. I'll get curb stomp like American. History it's very bad. I feel like it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be bad. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a mix between the curb stomp and what Edward Edward Norton to quit being a racist in the shower scene. It's gonna be a mix between those two things. That's what they're gonna do to us. Um, yeah, I I would say if the spread is anywhere below twenty, take Miami. If I think they'll end up winning, I'll, I'll say by 24, 25.
1: Our defense has somehow gotten worse. I feel like in recent weeks, and this is a team that if you don't guard, is just going to. Absolutely, light you up. Yeah, they're a, good, they're a talented team and they're well coached. I'm. I'm going to say Miami wins, 88-64. That's 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 my prediction. And that's
0: 24. So yeah, 24.
1: Right, right, right around the number.
0: You like you like to like you, you like to go right on my 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 spread, but you like to give a score to hide it. I, honestly, I didn't hear what you said. I'm sorry. That's, well, thanks. I'm sorry, I was, I was looking at the Miami profile. I no, I appreciate that. What'd you say? How much?
1: That's a twenty three twenty four. Okay, yeah, I'm going eighty eight sixty four. Just to stick with my my prediction about the the question most more points in the Super Bowl or more points little the scoring against Miami. Speaking of the Super Bowl Sunday night six thirty in Phoenix, Eagles versus Chiefs. I'll go first, and I'll let you end the show here. No, my co- I, I picked the Eagles at the beginning of the week. My confidence has gone a little bit down, just because I mean the more I think about it, the more I'm like, dude, Mahomes in the Super Bowl is, I don't know. I'm sticking with the Eagles. I think it's going to be a really entertaining game. I hope it's a really entertaining game. I'm going to say the Eagles win a kind of a shootout. I'm going to go Eagles 37,
0: Chiefs 30. Uh, You're in the same vicinity as I am. Okay. In the same mindset. I think it is going to be uh, a lot of people have talked about the defenses, particularly Eagles defense, obviously. Uh, And and to a degree, the the Chiefs defense. uh, Just by who I'm very familiar with from his time with Philadelphia and now with Andy Reid. It uh, loves to blitz, loves to get pressure. <sighs> if, if, if Philly, it's going to be interesting if Philly can handle what they can do with that and get and get the get the ball out quick enough for Jalen Hurts. Get the weapons. I think he will. I think there's going to be some nice defensive plays made, uh, but it's going to be kind of an up-and-down game. I'm going to say, obviously, I'm going to say Philly to win. Uh, I'm going to say Eagles win uh, 38-34. Um, I'm going to say very similar, almost close score to the, uh, 52, which is 41, 33. I'm going to say 38, 34, uh, e- Eagles get the victory and fly they fly, fly. Eagles fly. Eagles fly. And and fly now, now, now on Monday, if we win a Super Bowl, <laughs> will you sing the Eagles fight song with me on the air? Sure. I'll do it. All right. Deal. All Done. Right. Burn. I'm, I'm sure for the Eagles for you. The show needs a victory. I should have brought you like one of my old Eagles shirts to wear for Sunday. What if the Eagles lose and Louisville beats Miami somehow?
1: It'd be, the, it'd be the funniest Monday show of all time. I'd be so happy. If I will so not depressed. trade an
0: Eagles w- loss for a Louisville win. I don't blame I. you. No, not not in this spot. No, God, no. I would I, If you were to tell me the Eagles going to win the Super Bowl, but Louisville's going to lose the rest of their basketball games, I'd be like, okay. I mean, I don't play. To, I mean, Yeah, I mean. I don't blame you. If not, I mean, Louisville's going
1: to lose these games anyway. All right, everyone have a fantastic Super Bowl weekend. Go Eagles. We'll see you guys Monday, 3 o'clock. TK, take us out. You know
0: it. Come on,
1: be with me. Everybody.
0: Fly, Eagles, fly. On the road to victory. Fight, fight. Fly. Fly. fly, Eagles, fly. Score a touchdown. One, two, three, two, three. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles! Dallas sucks.